0: Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday edition, now the only edition of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I am your host, or at least one of them, Mr. Boomstick XL. And folks, as you can tell, we're a few minutes early. Uh, We have some big, big news to talk about regarding the uh, 20th anniversary celebration confirmed by Xbox Wire. Of course, we're going to be talking about the shenanigans that went on this morning with target.com and these refrigerators Um, folks uh, a lot of people disappointed I happen to be one of them Uh, it's pretty bad that when you have a retired dude that is in front of his computer and has a target card and a target account and you can't get in there quick enough to get one of these things it's also and of course thanks to our good friend Keosante who was a part of primetime gaming, he posted something where someone on Twitter posted, they've got 160 units. How does that happen? I understand it's business, but it's also very disappointing when that kind of stuff goes on. Obviously it's supposed to be one per customer. And that obviously was a big fail on target. Um, I've been very vocal on Twitter about why um, Microsoft partnered with them. I think that was a mistake and, uh, obviously it has come to full circle because no one can get them. Uh, I know Aaron Greenberg had something to say about it. We're going to read his quote, but before we get into it, let's get into the introductions first. Zemi games. Welcome back, <clears throat> brother. How the heck are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic, man. I just recently, well, I say fantastic. I'm also a little bit sad because I just beat far cry uh a few days ago
0: and 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 it's and it's sad don't you feel like there's a hole in your life that you don't have far cry i
1: don't i don't know what i'm gonna move on to next right i don't i don't have a direction really you know i'm i'm kind of lost um i I might go to shadow of the tomb raider i still need to play that but 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 i i I still feel lost boom i really yeah
0: i i'm i'm quite enjoying it i was literally playing it moments ago i'm doing some of the side mission the, the special ops missions where you got i have the first one i'm doing is a I, you know find the chemical uh but it's in, in like a dinosaur park i don't know if you did that one um I'm, I'm, <laughs> that, that was, it's really good i i, I tell you um I have so many games to play i just can't stop playing far cry 6 it is it, again in my opinion it is a, a far cry masterpiece now that may mileage may vary for depending on who you talk a lot of people don't like the far cry you know formula i do. Um, and I, I'm with you. I'm hoping I don't beat no, it. I'm not
1: I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I think you're really gonna like the in-game okay. content. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: yeah. I I can't wait. But let's continue with, of course, the introductions. The next up, he used to be known as rookie sensation. Now he's veteran sensation. You know him as Pong Sol. What's up, brother? How the heck are you? Good
3: morning, boom. Back on a Tuesday. Look at this. We got the full panel here. Yes. Look at 3Bit's even growing out his beard again. Good to That's see 3 That's a handsome bits. man right there,
0: brother. we get to him. That is a handsome man right
3: there. <laughs> no, man, what a great morning. We got news <laughs> dropping everywhere, boom. Uh, man, it looks like things are starting to pick up as we head towards the 20th anniversary of Xbox. So, uh, you know what? This is a great time to sit here with you, all my brothers and talk about it. So, let's get down to it. We got some great topics today. Bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, folks, listen, um, hopefully uh, everyone's here that uh, is a diehard. Xbox fan, we have incredible topics. This is probably one of the most uh, uh, feature-rich shows that we've had this year. There's literally so much dropping. Yeah. Um. And that has dropped. Uh, we got Phil Spencer talking about acquisitions. I know it's Archimedes' favorite topic, but it's what, <laughs> it's what he said and how he
4: said it. Oh, today, today yeah, I'm everyone... fired
0: up for that topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's how he said it that gets everyone excited. Obviously, we have the, you know, the disaster that happened today. We're going to get into that momentarily that we're going to open up the show with. Uh, Xbox Wire quietly announced that we are going to have the 20th anniversary celebration on the 15th which is great that's that 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 program uh, we're going to be covering it live and I say we I don't know who's doing what I know that I've already put it out there that I'm covering the event live on my channel we'll see if we can get a panel together uh, we're going to do a post and a, a pre and a post show as well and it's going to be a, a very exciting day. And then, of course, then we're going to continue that celebration that evening with Primetime Gaming. Um, and I have a, a huge guest list. Uh, there's literally so many people coming through that <laughs> I'm going to start handing out uh, schedule times. So you can be in and be out, and we can get people out. It's going to be a big panel, and all of your favorites uh, should be there. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that. But let's continue with Mav. Mav, obviously, you know, it's the first time we have, uh, you know, podcast together since you made the announcement of pm in the pm and i gotta tell you brother ingenious representation uh i thought it was an amazing title i love the artwork
5: i mean it's again a pure genius how the heck are you man uh doing good and you can credit the one and only pong Soul for the name nice <laughs> uh, he, he, he actually thought of that um, yeah, my wife, of course, with the, uh, with the artwork coming up with some awesome stuff, but yeah, we're nice. excited to kick that show off on Thursday nice. and man, if there isn't a week to kick it off, yes. right. <laughs> holy
3: cow. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about, man. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't talk. know. Yeah. Like
5: yesterday <laughs> it was kind of like, Hey, well, I guess nothing's really happening this week. And then uh, Tom Henderson starts dropping stuff, you know, Hey, I hear that this Xbox 20th anniversary thing. Then I hear about a splinter cell, and all of a sudden everything's coming true or whatever. It's 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 crazy, man. But I'm I'm excited to to be <laughs> you, here. Wait, wait, Mav,
3: everybody... hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry to interrupt, but did you see? Did you see three bits face when you said that name? Did you see his face? It, did he, <laughs> he? Did he make? Yeah, a face? yeah. <laughs> he's trying to <laughs> oh, hide again. Yeah. He's trying
0: to oh, hide. Wait.
5: Three three bit. <laughs> Listen, three all, bet.
0: all I can say is that. You know, it's funny you say that, that you bring these the, the, both of those into a conversation. Uh, Mav, th- there's something to be said about Splinter Cell with Xbox. Uh, they have a history. It launched exclusively. Now, again, it ev- eventually did come to PlayStation, but it did launch exclusively as an ex- OG Xbox game. Um, Sam Fisher, I, for me, and I, I don't think I'm wrong when I say this, identifies with Xbox. It always has, and it probably always will. Now, a couple of years ago, and again, folks, I don't have big connections. I have small ones. But a couple of years ago, I got dropped some information that there was a potential for a partnership uh, to bring the next Splinter Cell as an exclusive to Xbox. Well, now, whether that be timed or that it be a full-on exclusive, very similar to what happened with, let's say, for instance, Street Fighter Five, right? Uh, you know, th- that a lot of money went into that from, uh, uh, you know... From uh, from Sony to help Capcom make that game, and it, and and to this day remains exclusive. Now, obviously, uh, we don't have any more information, but we do have new information that Splinter Cell will and should be making uh, an appearance sooner than later. That story we're going to cover on Friday morning's Breakfast with Boom, and I'm looking forward to that because that's going to be a big story. And who who's to say that at this you know Xbox celebration that we don't get a splinter cell announcement you know this like you know and because it's going to be a controlled event by Microsoft you know we can see something where you know all the lights go black you see the just the three dots go you hear the you hear the noise and exclusive Xbox exclusive and they just walk away from it and that's it i'm getting goosebumps just talking about it i want to see that happen but yeah i mean you, you guys are launching your show at a good time uh this Thursday, what was it eight or nine?
5: It's actually at seven pm. Oh,
0: that, okay. Yeah. So it's seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Thursday. And of course, that you have you will have a lot to talk about, but let's continue with the introductions. Next up, Boxenberger. What's up, dude? And obviously, you know, you have some choice words to say about how the <laughs> EU is constantly getting screwed out of a lot of the Xbox stuff. And a perfect example is what happened today.
4: How are you, man? I, I'm still full with rage <laughs> because of that mini French mess. But um, otherwise, I'm doing good. Uh, just got off work. I uh, was actually in a meeting that was scheduled uh, till uh, 7. The, it's 6 now here in Germany, uh, just to clarify. So I left that meeting early because I had better things to do. And the better thing is definitely this podcast. It's always <laughs> awesome to be here on the panel with Semi Pong, Math, <laughs> and 3Bit. So I'm I'm looking forward to a great show here today.
0: Yeah, well, we're glad to have you, brother. And of course, last and no way least, making his return. Obviously, it was last week, but he's back again. Glad to have him on. Very, very smart individual, talented as all heck. Three uh, bit, how are you, man? Welcome to the show.
2: Doing good, man. Been busy, uh, but glad to be here with the panel. Got a lot to, a lot of awesome topics to talk about today. Can't <laughs> talk about you, people.
3: <laughs> Can't talk <laughs> about you. Dying. You have been busy. It. You have it. <laughs> well,
0: listen, obviously yeah. you're, you know, you, you have the talent. Um, obviously you've, you've worked with Ubisoft in the past and you can hopefully will continue to do so. And maybe even some point get hired because I think that, you know, I, I, now what do you do? You freelance work? Is that what it is that you do?
2: yeah do contract work for contract DVD, work well, it'd be, it would it'd be great for DVD. you to actually
0: eventually you know potentially get picked up by the company because obviously you do good work and they keep coming back to you so that's that's there's something to be said there but listen folks, let's get into the controversy uh look if you've been following me for for any amount of time, you know that I'm not uh a, a jump on a pile on the rabbit kind of a guy yeah you know, i I don't like the podcast like that um I certainly don't like being negative, uh, but when it's called for, when a conversation, an adult conversation can happen, when we can bring something to the table to show our disappointment or displeasure with a particular situation, then we're going to have to do it. Uh, like the kids say, we're going to keep it a buck, right? So today, we knew since last week that the fridge, the Xbox Series X 12-can replica uh, refrigerator was going to be available for a hundred bucks, which is a very fair price. Uh, the, the, the actual, I was going to say console, the actual unit looks awesome. I mean, looks straight up like it would be uh, your series X. Uh, they did an amazing job on it. It's got lights on where you would expect it. It has even the white light with the Xbox logo that, you know, that, that, that it's on. That looks like it, it looks identical to the actual unit, it was an amazing job. What wasn't done uh, in a proper manner was, uh, in my opinion, folks. Now, again, take take this with you know however you want to take it. Uh, as someone who collects GI Joes, like I collect the uh, the, uh, the GI Joe Classified Series, and Target has an exclusive with Hasbro, and as someone that collects these figures, it is always a nightmare to try and get them when they release a figure the bots come out in full force and you're usually pretty much shit out of luck. Right. And I've, I've been on the the wrong end of getting, uh, you know, a, a particular, you know, release that I wanted more times than not. Well, unfortunately uh, that happened again today for many, many gamers. Um, unfortunately. And I think this was a terrible mistake. I don't know who at Xbox does their marketing or marketing research, I should say, but, they didn't do it well enough because partnering with target i understand that they're a big big outfit right and you want everyone to you know you you, you want to put your product where it's going to get the most eyes but at the same time limited limiting your product meaning the fridge to one retailer is an awful mistake anytime uh, you know, there are GameStops, there are Amazons, there are Walmarts, there are Best Buys. And this is an electronic device. Yes, it is a, a, you know, a refrigerator, but at the same time, you can warrant or even justify this item being in any of those stores. It's game related. And the fact that they pigeonholed this item to one uh to uh you know, to, to in my opinion. A retailer that has the worst history in in gaming when it comes to reserves, and like I said in the opening, we had a good you know. Obviously, we saw evidence that one dude got hundred and sixty plus units. Now I understand, and Zemi, I'm going to go to you first on this. You know your 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 thought process is that well, it's a business and they're in to make money, but th- there are limitations. You tell me you got two. Then I'm like, okay, well, lucky you, you got two. But when you tell me someone got 160 plus of these units and then is putting it up on social media to brag about it, it's a it's a kick to the balls, in my opinion. And I don't, and, and and I think that there are 159 gamers who would have bought this product if they were given the opportunity to do so and they couldn't. And I think that that this is something that we're going to see in the next couple of days where people are going to be posting. It's the same thing that happened with these, these outfits that had, you know. Four thousand PlayStation Fives in someone's garage, or three thousand Xbox Series X in their basement. I, th- I think it's I think it's ridiculous, and I understand it's a business, but it's also not right. What What are your thoughts on on the travesty that happened today? Well,
1: I mean, I'm going to be honest. I I just I I truly don't think that, at least for me personally, which you know I I'm not super well, amazingly read up on this, but I I, I kind of just don't think that there's enough information for me to really <clears throat> sit here and say, Oh, you know, how dare you Xbox or how, how dare you target or so on and so forth. Um, you know, it's it, Xbox did not manufacture these refrigerated, these refrigerators by themselves, right? They, they worked with some third party company to do this. Um, all the details of that deal. I have no idea. I'm not privy to, right. You know, I don't know if it was written in contract that target, uh, you know gets exclusive pre-order rights uh for you know the month of October for instance i i really have no idea right um what i can say is that you know it it sucks that these came out you know solely to target and that they you know were were you know limited in, in supply and uh, a lot of people got burned and didn't get uh you know a product that they wanted but i will say on the upside that you know this is definitely not the only refrigerators that they're gonna be making. This is definitely a very, very hot item. Uh, You know, it all started with a meme and tons of people are really, really, really excited about this product. Xbox is gonna continue to come out with more of these refrigerators. you know, I heard online, uh, and, I, and I think that Pong mentioned Aaron Greenberg. State, I think, uh, you know, some like December yeah, was that December. right? Yeah,
3: yeah December.
1: Uh, that that we're going to expect to to see more of these. Uh, but then I also, you know, heard that later on in 2022, we're we're going to see even more of them drop,
4: right?
2: Aaron yeah. um, so-
4: Greenberg just tweeted something about that um if if, sorry for interrupting um uh if it's okay i'll just read out the tweet yeah no Uh, go for it brother Absolutely. while supplies will be limited this holiday it's not a limited edition product we have more inventory coming early next year and we'll keep making more as we look to increase supply and available markets in
0: 2022.
1: Hmm. yeah sure i mean there you you go I mean, so, you know, I, I, I get why everyone is upset. I truly do. But, you know, if you really want one of these, um, you know, you're, you're going to eventually, hopefully, if you can afford it, get your hands on one, right? And in the meantime, we all have refrigerators that will keep our drinks cold, right? Um, but it's just, it's really just going to be one of those waiting games, you know, same as the consoles that, you know, are, are are still, you know, very, very limited, but that people want, you know, if you want an Xbox Series X, you're eventually going to get one. It's just a waiting game. Uh, and the global supply chain, you know, right now in the world is is really, really crappy right now, right? Um it's just one of those, it sucks, but, you know, just bear with it and we will eventually, you know, get there. Uh, As far as the whole Target thing, you know, being exclusive there, I I don't know the behind the scenes deals of Xbox working with third parties or anything like that. I don't know if something was written in a contract. I'm sure that there's a really good reason, hopefully why it was only available uh, on Target in such limited numbers for pre-order, but I don't have that information. And, and you know, I, like I said, I think that there probably is a pretty good reason why that occurred. Um, but, you know, until we hear more about that, you know, I don't I don't really feel comfortable talking about if Xbox was in the right or if Target was in the right or who is the blame exactly.
0: Well, I mean, look, here's the thing, you know, the, the, the problem is, is that they again, look. I'm not trying to shit on on, on Xbox here and, and, I, and I don't like being negative, but, you know, we, we, we I'm, I'm not going to pussyfoot about it. OK, this was a this was this is a bad look. That's the end of the story. It's a it's a bad look. And there are a lot of people disappointed. I am sorry to say I understand it's a business. I understand that they're in it to make money, but I'm not going to make excuses why this didn't happen the right way. OK, you you saw what happened with the bots. How come we're not ready for this? And I say we, I'm talking about Target and Microsoft. How do you partner with someone that has a track record as abysmal as Target? That they constantly are in the news for allowing bots to come in and sweep up entire stocks of, the, of whatever item. And I think that it's wrong. And I think that Microsoft, whoever it is, uh, whether whether that be Greeny or his or his crew or someone within Microsoft, that to me this is a this is a dropped ball incident. And I'm not going to be nice about it. Uh, I'm not going to say I don't know who's to blame. Yes, there are two people to blame. It's Target and Microsoft for not doing the right thing to make sure that some asshole can't come out and buy 160 of these units and then brag about it on on social media. That's it. That's it that, that's my statement but I'm going to let everyone else talk pong what is your thoughts on this Well I mean again I'm
3: I'm 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 not going to get wound up about it cuz it's a refrigerator uh right. but it does speak to a bigger issue right it, you're you're correct boom in, in and it speaks to in 2021 coming into 2022 that some retailers uh or a lot of retailers at this point still have not figured out how to uh fight against you know the bots and the scalpers, right? That that is the bigger issue overall, and that's something that needs to be addressed because obviously this is not a one-off situation. Any hot products that come out, whether it be shoes, whatever whatever it may be, uh always wind up in this situation. And some companies have figured it out, and other companies haven't figured it out. Now, again, I'm assuming that product placement, uh, the decision for product placement, uh, you know, and to have it with target, there was probably some bigger, uh, things involved, obviously, obviously price point was huge on this thing, right? $99 is about the most fair price. I, 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 I I never expected it to come in this. I actually, just like you, was very surprised. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think that this is a bigger, there's a bigger plan. Obviously again, uh, Aaron, you know, Greenberg and stuff talked about it in their spaces right after they announced the fridge. Uh, and obviously he's putting out more saying, Hey, look, this is not a limited product, right? This is something that they plan to have on shelves so that when you're walking through target and maybe some other retailers down the road, we'll see, but specifically Target, since we're talking about them, when you're, when you're there at the store shopping, you're going to be able to just grab this thing and at a $90, $99 price point. This this is one of those just impulse buy almost points right for a yeah. lot of oh, 100, people hundred
0: bucks dude if
3: you so, saw this yeah.
0: if you even yeah. remotely care like right. even a pinch you would not mind having this in your man cave or your you know your right. NFL cave or whatever it is <laughs> right. because it's it's a it's a cool item right yes.
3: Yes, absolutely. And the good part, again, is that it's not going to be limited. So they're going to keep pumping these things out for as long as they're in demand. So eventually, like Zemi said, everybody will be able to get them. To speak on your point, Boom, again, yes, in 2021, 2022, that we haven't figured out how to protect, you know, the consumer from the scalpers, that we haven't, you know, figured out some way, uh, you know. With all the tech that's available now, <laughs> to to get the systems to come up with a better way of getting these pre-orders out and allowing actual people to purchase the item that they are wanting um, on launch day uh, for pre-order, whatever the case may be, that that is a gigantic issue it needs to be addressed. You know, again, the partnership between Target and, and Microsoft to get this done. What all went into that, maybe there was a lot more behind the scenes, uh, but at the end of the day, they did make the decision to go with Target. Target does have a history of this issues, them along with many other retailers. So yeah, I mean, boom, I get your frustrations for sure. And I get why you're upset because you think that they could make a better effort or find a better partner at this point um, out the gates to make sure this doesn't happen. This is the world we're in. And unfortunately, these companies still haven't gotten anything done about it. Uh, a lot of them. Some of them have. Uh, yeah, so it's, you, it's
0: disappointing. Look, look, it, like it you is. Said, I, I'm not I'm not getting my feelings over this because, like you said, it's just a refrigerator. Yeah. But what I what, what I will not stand for. Yeah. Is it for, for us to put our heads in the sand? Because when mm-hmm. we continue to do that, then this stuff will never go away. Right. They're, they're, Microsoft themselves have fantastic software that stops the bots i i don't understand why target doesn't go out of their way to purchase and i, I end up again at at the end of the day zemi's right they're a business and they want to sell these units but at the same time this it, it's got to be discussed how one dude can get 160 of these things they're selling for three times the price on ebay right now You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't looking to get 10. I was looking to get one. One. And you know what? And if I could have got a second one, I would have given it away during the Christmas show. I would have specifically saved that, say, hey, there's one of our special giveaways. Good luck with
3: that. Exactly. And and I and I don't and I don't like I said I understand your frustration, boom. I definitely and I think it's it's definitely a topic worthy discussing to continue to bring up until all these companies figure this garbage out. Uh because at the end of the day, yes, you want to sell your hardware, but you also this was a this was fan service right here, right? This yes. was taking a meme and turning, and, and then they produced the, the actual life-size gigantic ones, gave them out to some, you know, like <laughs> Snoop Dogg and, and, and people like that. And all of a sudden, just everybody wanted... Oh, well, yeah. Right, right, everybody wanted an Xbox fridge. So you did this as a fan service. You, you took something that was a negative, turned it into a positive, and at the end of the day, you want these, just like the consoles, even if it is just a fridge, you still, when you go out and... Put in the effort and work and marketing to make this happen. You do want those in the hands of your actual customers. You don't want them sitting in, in the basement of somebody's house waiting to be sold uh, for an exorbitant price online, and that, and right? That's, that's not
4: exactly. That is exactly why I don't understand <laughs> right. why they don't bind it right. to to the to your Xbox account or yes, whatever. Yes, right, uh, right. And so that it's the actual oh, fans can get run. on.
3: Yeah, no, you're you're spot on with that. That should be something that we all sit back and go, God, why is it this hard? This should be this easy to do. This right, this, this should be this easy. And I, I hope that they look at this as this continues to happen and finally figure it out because it should be that simple. If you got an Xbox account, you want an Xbox fridge, you know, log in with your Xbox account, confirm. Hey, now you got your access to a pre-order on a new fridge, right? That's, that's how sh- easy this should be. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like that's the way that it works at the top. I don't know what the deal is there, uh, but you know what? Good news is is if these scalpers can't get rid of this inventory they're going to take a bath once these yeah. things become available in store. So the 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 price is going to drop instantaneously. So everybody everybody just you know can hold off on their FOMO a little bit and and be patient. You know they're going to take a bath because they're going to be sitting on inventory they they can't sell. So yeah. uh, but I agree with you boom something needs to be done. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, listen, again, uh, sorry if I got on my high horse. I don't never, I know. I, I normally don't get emotional, but I, I just think that we, we have to stop making excuses for the trillion dollar companies. Yeah. And that goes for both Target and Microsoft. What happened today should not have happened because they both have the money and the means to make sure that their fan base isn't left at out, left left out in the cold, and see that that is where the problem is. Like I said, I understand it's not limited, right? I totally get that. And good, and again, it's t- a typical, uh, you know, Aaron Greenberg doing what he does best, right? He we love Greenie for a lot of reasons. This is one of them. Gets out there on on the socials, folks. Listen, if you didn't get it, don't worry. We're gonna keep making it, and that's great. So we're all gonna eventually get it. But the bottom line is that when you witness that it's just the scalpers buying this. And that's what happened today. I mean, I listen, if you're in the chat and we have almost 300 people here, if you got one, congr- golf clap all the way. Congratulations. Uh, I'm not a hater. I'm a congratulator. If you got one, good on you for getting one because it was very difficult. I mean, again, I was literally sitting in front of my pewter and I didn't get one. And you know what? Okay, not a big deal. But again, I, I think that what really sets me off is seeing that uh Kay Asante drop with one guy gets one hundred and sixty—that that's ridiculous. You want to tell me you got three? All right, I hear you. you. Know everyone's trying to make a buck here or there. You know, you buy one for yourself, you buy one for your brother, and you get you know that third one you are going to sell and probably make a you know double your money, and it pays for you and your brothers. I can't argue with that. That's the way of the world but 160 ridiculous. Now, I want to get to Mav, but I definitely want to go to um, on first. You were hot under the collar like myself <laughs> for a couple of reasons yeah. because it appears that and we've heard this before that the UK, uh, the, the, you know, that side of the world seems to always get the short end of the stick when it comes to these things. What what what, what do you have to say about what happened today?
4: Yeah, it was a complete mess. Um, I, I don't know how they didn't learn from, from the console um, uh, pre-order thing. Um, and I mean, who would have thought that it was easier to get a console than a mini fridge? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something is wrong over there. Yeah, we. Uh, I heard from a very trusted source um, that uh, the uh, Germany, Austria, Switzerland region... Um, got only allocated with 1,000 units of that fridge. And, and the only sh- uh, store that was allowed to sell it was GameStop. And GameStop over here is, well, I, I don't have a single positive thing to say about them. It's, it's, they are a complete mess. Their online infrastructure is stuck in the year 1999. It's, it's <laughs> ridiculous. The site was down one hour before the pre-orders went online. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a complete mess. No one I know got one. I tweeted at Xbox Dach, which is the uh, German-speaking um, uh, uh, unit of, of, of Xbox. And the head of Xbox Dach, she replied to me, actually, and said that the problem was that they outsourced the entire thing. The fridge was made by a third-party company, and they were also um, responsible for distributing it. And that's why this kind of thing happened. Um, with in each, every country had only one specific store that was allowed to sell that that mini fridge. And that was the was what she had to say um, on it. Uh, unfortunately, it's in German. But if you go to my feed and can speak German, you can read up on it. <laughs> um, but it's uh, that that was what she had to say. And I have to say, well, um, it's good for her to reply. But the thing really is um that that's not an excuse because xbox was the were the ones that advertised the entire thing it's yeah. uh, their bra they put out their brand um on on the spot and i as a customer I actually do not really care what how they organize their location and sales system in the background i really don't uh, i i am a customer of xbox a fan of xbox and i want to have that mini fridge and right. yeah um, it's, an, it's good that it's not a limited uh, edition and that we will eventually get one, but yeah, still very disappointing. I haven't seen one single guy replying that he got one. Um, I have seen um, one guy posting a, a screenshot of eBay, Ger- the German eBay site, um, and there are already 250 something um, fridges on eBay that you can get um and that's where the 1000 units that were allocated to us are now and that's just a mess and i don't think it's it's doing the fans justice and like i said um i don't get it why they don't tie it to your xbox account or whatever i like that idea that's a fantastic
0: that's, that's actually quite uh,
4: quite and, ingenious someone yeah. actually
0: dropped a super chat regarding that i'll read that in a second
4: and and that is really the, the thing where where if I didn't get one, okay, fine. Uh, then I wasn't just lucky enough. But if I knew that other, the other fans, Xbox fans, at least got one, that the other fridges went to the fans and not to scalpers, then that would, would, would be okay for me. Yeah. But this way, knowing that it's just for the scalpers out there, yeah, that's just sad. And yeah, let's hope that we will get one next year then.
0: Yeah, no, great stuff. You know, Mav, let's get to you, brother. And we'll get three bit, and we'll get on to one of the other big breaking stories today, and that's the 20th anniversary confirmed for November 15th. But Mav, you know, Boxenberger makes a great point. If a thousand fans of Xbox get it, then you know what? You slow, you blow. Right? That 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 that, that that's not a problem if you are someone that you just weren't quick enough with the F5 button, right? You, you know, your trigger finger was a little slow. And you're like, well, you know, at least the fans got it. But when you look at something like what happened today, and you know, and that's just one story, how many 160 units scalping are out there? What, 5, 10, 1,000, right? So the units that were allocated for, for 2021, a good portion of those are not going to the fans uh they're going to sit in a garage or in a storehouse or a warehouse or one of your self-storage places and it's just going to sit there and as as and what's again frustrating is that this was done for the fans this is fan service what, what what what's your opinion on this
5: well i look at it a couple ways like obviously it's a huge issue and it's a retailer issue that goes. lots of different products goes to lots of different things right not just this right so this goes above and beyond just this mini fridge and xbox right so as far as that issue some something needs to happen with all the retailers where they actually start caring about scalpers right Right. because this is going to continue until they care but do they care probably not because the scalpers help them sell out instantly whenever these things happen so in Unless that changes somehow, this is going to continue to be a problem. And the the only people that can make the change is, is the retailers it, themselves implementing systems and stuff like that. Now, if you have a special product like this, Xbox could do other means like you guys are saying, like, uh, hey, maybe some kind of list or like attaching it to your gamer tag and all that stuff. But then when you look at this, right, when you look at this, in and it, in of itself, like, I just want to judge it based on this product alone, okay? Um, what a world that we live in that we're even ha- talking about Xbox's supply of mini fridges, right? <laughs> like, this is, like, crazy because a year ago, who would have thought that that would be the conversation we'd have is Xbox doesn't have enough mini fridges for everybody, right? It's it's absolutely <laughs> crazy. True that. Um, um, so the the thing is, they they only made this... For, because of of the fans, right, and it usually companies don't do stuff like this, right? right? Like yeah. Xbox, go and be make like like Zemi is alluding to make probably strategic partnerships and and deals with companies to be able to put out a product that they don't have any history of making, right? Uh, so they they came out with this with this fridge. At a crazy low price point, one that I, my record before is saying, no way, it's gonna be 100, it's gonna be 150, just because I couldn't feasibly think about how they could get it out with everything that they would have to do, uh, and with the partnerships and everything they'd have to make to to have a product like this out there for 100 bucks, right? But they made it happen. So, part of this with the retailers may possibly be one of the reasons why we got that low price point and maybe one of the reasons why this product was able to be, to exist in the first place. Right. So I can't go necessarily and say like, Hey, you shouldn't be making a deal with target and these other places because we may not even be able to get this at all. If it wasn't for stuff like that taking place. Right. Uh, We don't know exactly what goes on all behind the scenes. Now does target deserve some crap for allowing uh, somebody to have a bot that can buy 160 fridges, a- absolutely. But uh, when I look back at it and I'm seeing what they said about in the future, we're going to be able to still get them. They're going to keep making them. Uh, You're going to be able to get them in store. Personally, I'm not too concerned about it. I'll get one when they're available and I can walk in and grab it. And, uh, and I'll be happy. But the only reason people are upset is because we want it so bad, which means Xbox yeah. hit, it, hit, hit it on the mark. Right with with a product like this, and and like I said, it's just crazy that we're talking about Xbox mini fridges now. And like it, now, I, I'm not saying we shouldn't, but like it's just it's just weird, right? It's just weird that like we're talking about Xbox mini fridges because they have done so good with this for the fans to be able to have a product like this even available for us to purchase in the first place. So I'm not gonna knock them too much for what's going on with this because I think a lot of A lot of that may be because there's only a limited amount to begin with. They don't know how well 100% it's going to do. That Maybe the partner that they are working with is only able to produce so many. They wanted to get them out before the holiday. They chose strategic partnerships uh, for pricing and also for um, stock and to be able to ship and, and all these things. All these things go on behind the scenes, and it's way more complicated than I would assume to know. Right. So as far as that, I'm not going to criticize them too much. It does suck for everybody that wanted one. They won and weren't able to get it. But you will be able to eventually because they've they've uh, went on to, to say that.
0: And you're you're, yeah, and you're you're yeah, and you're you're 100 right. No, no, you're you're absolutely 100 percent right. But like I said, at the end of the day, I, I think what really gets taken at uh, taken away is the fact that yes, this was made for the fans, and the fans are not getting it. And I think that is what's disappointing. I mean, Zemi is definitely onto something regarding the business <clears> aspect, <throat> and for sure they, they. And I think you definitely made made a point of it as well. They just want to sell these, but I think at 100 bucks, uh, they're going to sell, and obviously. They didn't sell to fans, and maybe a couple of. Fans. I saw one guy on my timeline. One dude got it, and I was like, "Yeah, congratulations, brother, that's awesome." Everyone else that I said that 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 are constantly going, I'm going back and forth with on on Twitter or in the DMs, like, "Yeah, man, I didn't get one. I had one in my cart; it was taken. I had one. I was getting ready to press the the, the the you know the, the purchase button, and it was it was gone." And and again, that that is what's disappointing is that yes, this was made for the fans. This was complete, uh, you know. This was made based on a meme, folks. So the fact that we are talking about mini fridges on a gaming podcast is is slightly ridiculous, but it's also very relevant. And it's mm-hmm. a shame that with uh, with as much information as it's out there, as Target being really poor with their servers, having really bad bot situations on almost everything that's pre-orderable. The fact that nothing was done is, in my opinion, ridiculous. Like I said, it, it almost seems as if someone, whether that be on Xbox or on Target or both of them, figured let's just stick our heads in the sand and pretend that this doesn't exist that's what it seems well, like. the,
5: the other thing too is like this isn't exclusively just a target problem because in europe they i think they've released with game right that's, and
4: yeah that's just in the uk uk uh, the game UK? yeah okay
5: yeah they were talking yeah. about this exact same thing with game so it's not just Target. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all same the, stuff the same I, I might
1: right. I might have misunderstood what Archimedes was saying earlier, but Archimedes, whenever you were talking about uh the statement that um the person that works for Xbox Germany uh yeah. like sent you, did you say that uh he or she said that uh the uh third party partner uh was in control of distribution?
4: yes exactly that's okay exactly so what so, said.
1: so so it wasn't xbox that decided no, to go only with they Target. outsourced the, the entire thing yeah, it, yeah. It, okay so i mean I, I i get from the point like yeah you can say well xbox should you know choose better partners and this and that but i mean you know they they got a hundred dollar price you know point right you know um, yeah, it's, I mean, and other other distributors or other partners they could have probably gotten you know might have charged more Right, so I—I I mean, it's not necessarily 100% led up to you know Xbox that this only came out in Target, right?
0: No, but 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 with that there, said, there's a can,
1: lot of people involved. Is ultimately there, what I'm yeah, trying to say. Yeah,
0: there, there are a lot of people involved, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, and and again, this to see, see, I, I hear what you're saying, and you're right. When when there's a lot of hands in making this soup, sometimes it can get, it can get spoiled. The problem is, is that. Xbox logo, Xbox mini fridge Xbox is promoting it it's 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 clearly falls on the shoulders whether that be the case or not it's going to be looked at as a, f- a, 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 a as a fumble by Microsoft because it's their product it is yeah, a boom, replica at, series X
5: as far as far as I go like the, the the main thing that I think about with this is yes it sucks but then at the same time, without those partnerships that they chose, Mm -hmm. we may not have one at all.
0: Yeah, and that's true. Right? So
5: that's where I'm like, okay, they went and did something like this, which is like very not common, right? That to, To have something like this go out. Like, so when I'm looking at this, it's like, would I rather have it and not be able to get it right now? Or would I rather not potentially it have exists. it at all yeah i mean right? listen again so. it's
0: well listen again we're not going to spend any more time on this we have a lot to get into uh three bit well, let's get your quick opinion on this seeing everyone and again there's, there's a range of emotions i'm I'm reading the chat there are a lot of people that are disappointed like me some people are like yeah, whatever and if that's your if that's your you know your your angle hey listen that's awesome i'm just saying that as a fan of the box as someone that was looking forward to what is considered by some, to be, well, what's the big deal? It's just a mini fridge. Okay. It In fact, it's just a mini fridge. And you know something? I don't even know where the hell I'm going to put the thing, to be honest with you. That doesn't take away from the fact that we have, we, have a, we have companies that know that there's a problem and no one is addressing it. See, that is the issue in, at hand. But 3Bit, by all means, take it away.
2: Yeah, I mean, the bad portion of this to me isn't the fridge itself. I think we all sort of uh, <laughs> went to that. It's, it's the system as a whole, like uh, of scalpers taking advantage of the system, right? I think yeah. a lot of retailers uh, don't have systems in place for fan bases like gamers uh, who love products like these. The, the problem that bots create is actually just holding the product to resell. Uh, losing some consumer trust over time by selling products to, I guess, not actual people. Um, And and you see this with like shoe companies. Shoe companies a a lot are are trying to figure out different ways of of battling this uh, because uh, they're kind of similar to uh, the gamer fan base. Yes, just Just as big, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, that's a huge, uh, another market. But uh, I mean, there, there are bots out there who can send hundreds of DMs in like a tenth of a second and then there and then there's also like an actual market of people who sell bots um so shoppers have an improved chance to get their product like it's even evolved to websites being created where you can pay bot makers to hold a product for you so uh, if someone wanted a series x or, or let's say another xbox comes out they just pay that bot maker like hey hold this product for me and it's like guaranteed. So just stuff like that, um, is just there needs to be some sort of system in place. I am starting to understand, uh, why, what with Aaron Greenberg's post where they're like, okay, we're gonna have more in stock. Uh, it'll be in the store. Uh, unless you hire an army of, uh, people to storm your nearby target, then it can be a bit better, but it, it there has to be, um, Someone needs to just they, these are trillion dollar companies, right? You're saying, right? They need to figure out a way to sort of combat these botters and, and scalpers. It's it's kind of hard because these botters and scalpers are are um, made to look like real people. So, right. um, you know, it, it, it is a, a tough challenge. I know a lot of us are saying like, oh, we we need to figure out a way, and I'm saying that as well. But um, it, it's it's kind of tough. It is kind of tough, but um hopefully everyone gets their fridge. I was actually on the page. I saw it go within a second.
0: Yeah, uh, it literally I, was a, it was a, it was a microsecond is what it was. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, I was on the page. It literally like disappeared in front of my eyes. Like I clicked on it like okay, it's gone. <laughs>
0: yeah, guy <laughs> you know, in the chat Matthew gone. V uh drops he says uh I refreshed the Target page t- 20,000 times until it went live. And in an instant, it was sold out. I mean, that's again, it's just listen, folks. That's a frustrated boom. I said my piece. Now we're going to get into what we're here, right here to talk about games, not fridges. Uh, we're going to keep it all positive, but I'm going to hand it over to Pong. Pong Soul wrote the next topic. Uh, he is a very talented dude. Obviously, you know, you watch him on Saturday mornings on living split screen with his brother. Um, and they do a uh, steel rain and him do a great show each and every week, by all means, take it away pong.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, to no surprise, uh, Phil Spencer's out here doing interviews yet again. Right. So we know Phil, we love and Phil. We he's love out here. He's talking. Phil Spencer <laughs> That's, <interviews>. right. <laughs> That's right. He had the shelf. In, in full effect, uh, there was people do, trying to dissect that yet yesterday. Uh, but he did an uh, interview uh, with uh, Sarah Needleman from uh, Wall Street Journal, and they were doing a tech uh, Tech Live, a uh, bunch of different interviews across uh, all industries. But Phil happened to be one of them, and uh, she That's interviewed it. Phil, and great interview. Um, it, but he came out with some, you know, really. You know, good comments, comments that we've talked about here before, uh, kind of, uh, you know, solidifying yet again uh, where their position is, especially uh, with acquisitions uh, and a couple of other uh, key topics as well. And obviously, as far as the acquisitions go, uh, I'm going to quote from the interview. Uh, He stated, We're definitely not done, Uh, there is no quota no timeline where i have to go acquire studios by a certain time if we find a studio where we have a good fit absolutely yeah uh end quote so phil once again comes through um with this position that hey and he said definitely right there was a couple key things here so he said we're definitely not done and usually when somebody says definitely that means that there's Something in his brain, uh, psychologically speaking, where he already knows stuff, right? So he's saying we're definitely not done. Uh, He also said there's no quota. Now, you could take that a couple different things. Uh, we're in speculation town because we're on Xbox Factor podcast. No, hold on.
0: Wait, let me stop you there. We're not in speculation town, and according to Zemi, we're in
3: speculation universe. (laughs) Universe, (laughs) all right. Well, we got the three co mayors of a universe, then because I I don't know what else you would call somebody who runs a universe, but hey, uh, we're here. So, again, watcher, (laughs) exactly, exactly.
2: We
3: got uh. So, so you can take quota a couple of different ways. You can look at that as limiting, or you can look at that as him saying, we're not limited in any way, shape or form when it comes yeah. to acquisitions. Right. So, so that, that was another key point on uh, no timeline. Again, there's been a lot of talk about this. We've talked about it here. Boom, right. Timeline can mean, um, you know, that you a lot of us expect because Microsoft has a lot of cash on hand and obviously with inflation uh, with, with taxes and all that kind of stuff, there there's this sense that, you know, there's a certain amount of money that Microsoft has to spend. And obviously a part of that, that money will be allocated to acquisitions, for xbox as being one of the main pillar uh divisions now uh within the corporation so we kind of have had this narrative or or this talking point that we expect something to be done fairly soon um i think what phil is saying here that obviously there's no hey you know if satya hasn't come to phil and said hey we got we've got to have this many studios or we've got to have this many purchases by this date right phil phil's saying basically it's wide open right we could we could you know, be doing acquisitions years from now, which is what we kind of expect. Uh, but he did, you know, obviously state that as well. Um, and then the 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 word fit, uh, you know, when he talks about what studios are going to go after, we've talked about this as well when we go in these discussions, fit uh, being one of the key words uh, that Xbox isn't out here willy-nilly buying whatever studios uh, just come along, right? It's going to be something that does Uh, makes sense within their structure and how they work together. But fit is a big word. Uh, fit can fit can be used in a lot of different ways. Obviously, if they if they go and they are looking to the east, and Phil has been for a very long time, and let's say acquisition comes down uh, of a big um you know a publisher you know over from the east. Look, management style wise. It, 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 w- it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense because they do business differently over there, but fit, fit means, Hey, we're filling a need. We want to get in over there. Right. So fit can be used in a lot of different ways, no matter who they go out and get, um, you know, Phil went on to say in this interview to um, you know, they, t- they asked him about the, the uh, 30 million Xbox or the game pass subscription number uh, that Strauss uh, from take two put out there. They asked him again. And he said, quote, we're sticking with our last public number 18 million subscribers we will announce another number at some point so you know and he laughed uh he gave the regular phil laugh when he ever gets a question that he you know knows is coming and phil. <laughs> yeah he's got the he's, uncle phil's got the plan in place in his head how he's gonna how he's gonna answer it um so again they're sticking with that 18 million number but he did confirm they're going to be Talking about another number at some point, which we also expect, I would imagine, uh, it's before the end of the year or sometime coming into the new year when they will announce their next big marker point, right? The the, the next big Hit that they've made, uh, which we assume will probably be that thirty million number. So, uh, a couple good things came out of this interview. Uh, I know everybody here uh, probably saw it yesterday. So, boom. Starting with you, uh, what did you take away from the interview? What did what did you see with this with these quotes? Well, first of all, what
0: I loved is the way that he was very steadfast in his commentary, right? Like they, there was there was he he didn't t- take a step back. He stood strong and w- and he basically he used some big key phrases. I think the most important one is fit. And like you said, it could mean a lot of things. What I think fit could potentially mean and again someone may interpret it differently than me is that when he says fit, he's talking about uh, having a history right potentially a, a history with said developer now we have heard that the three teams that are currently not microsoft first party that are doing first party games could be you know picked up a crystal dynamics could be picked up from a square enix we've heard that they were unhappy with the western division and that we could potentially see them sell off that aspect right We have a a few teams working on other games that could, of course, join Xbox Game Studio as solely uh, individual developers, but then would become a part of XGS. Um, I think that him clarifying that there's no time frame. Tells me that there may be stuff that they're working on that could potentially take a couple of years. Again, oh, yeah. I, I I don't know for sure how long the Bethesda deal took, but I would imagine that even before it was announced, it was a couple of years, may have even been a year, uh, you know, project before it was even known. Remember, we had heard that Sony was going to purchase. Um, uh, Bethesda at one point, right? That was that was a that was a big running rumor, and it turned out to be that you know conversations within the industry of them being picked up by someone happened. So, I, I, I like the way Phil handled it. Um, yeah. I do like the idea that he didn't put a time frame on. You know, when 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 does Microsoft start and stop with an acquisition? Well, we don't know. But all we do know is that there is no time frame for it. So we could be having this conversation, which, of course, is Boxer Bears or, or Burger or Archimedes, a.k.a.'s <laughs> favorite conversation to have three years. Oh, for now. sure. Oh, yeah. I just, I say, but all jokes aside, it was another great. Uh, I mean, listen, Phil's the leader of the of the Xbox division for a reason. And um, he handled all of those questions like a pro. Um, he answered, I, 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 like I said, if you would have asked me, well, boom, what do you think he, how he's going to answer it? I don't know what I would have said, but I, I don't think I would have picked the way he said it. I think he, he really did um, make it clear that Xbox more so Microsoft is not done. There is no time frame, and, and, and what's interesting coming off of the controversy with Microsoft just buying studios because they can, right? right? This tells us that they are specifically looking for developers or partners that will fit the Xbox division, and that in itself tells me that they're not just going to be going around and picking up any, uh, Tom, Dick, and Jane, that they're going to be looking for a team that fits the ideology that's currently at Xbox Game Studios. I thought it was fantastic.
3: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Boom, wholeheartedly. Like you said, there's different ways to take it. Um, you know, different words used here that some people hear and think one way, and another person can hear another way. But I think overall, the message was clear about where they stand on this and where they're moving forward on this. Uh, let's go to Zemi. Zemi, what did you take out of this interview?
1: Uh, um, you know, I I love hearing phil I, I just love hearing phil at the risk of sounding like a fanboy i, <laughs> no, I no 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 when he speaks way... it's
0: like e. <laughs> yeah you want to listen yeah. yes
1: yeah i mean it just the way that he speaks is the way that a pr uh uh textbook reads you know what i mean it, he just like he's great he really is great uh at, at at you know communicating his ideas very very thoroughly uh but also very carefully and very strategically you know um whenever I hear they're looking with that being said a lot that he mentioned I don't think really comes out being a huge shocker I don't think that there's any you know groundbreaking news it, more or less it's just reaffirming kind of what we already knew right yeah. um you know whenever he says we're looking for companies that fit with us I, I agree with boom I, I think that you know it's definitely looking for, companies that they have, you know, past relationships with and so on and so forth. Um, But I think it's also that, you know, they're looking for strategic, you know, um, you know, acquisitions. Uh, And what, what I mean by strategic is, you know they don't have a fighter really on the platform, so maybe right. they acquire uh, NetherRealm, right? Um, maybe they want to get you know more third uh, you know person over the shoulder content, so they're going to get Crystal Dynamics. You know, yeah. filling those gaps into Game Pass, I think also is kind of what he means whenever he says, you know, filling uh, you know filling gaps, right? Uh, or or you know finding finding companies that fit. Right. right. I mean, that's also, you know, what what he means, of course, you know, there's there's also culture that, you know, to, to think about, you know, uh, they they may not necessarily want to get. Uh, a company that has vastly, vastly, vastly different culture than what, you know, Xbox uh, is, is is currently working with and so on and so forth. So I, I think there's a lot, you know, that can be said, you know, uh, about, you know, trying to get a company that fits with you. But whenever you boil it down, I think, you know, following what Xbox has currently done with it, their acquisitions, you know, finding companies that they've worked with in the past that have, you know, similar culture to them, you know, um, but also fill a gap. I, I, I think that's ultimately, you know, uh, fill a gap in their first party, you know, uh, portfolio uh, of games. I think that that's ultimately what they mean, what he means whenever he says, you know, find, uh, you know, companies that that that, that fit with, uh, you know, the Xbox brand. Um, the whole idea that there's no quota. Um, I think that there's no quota right now, of course, you know, eventually yeah. there's, there's going to be a quota, right? You know, uh, Microsoft, everybody likes to say, well, Microsoft's a two and a half trillion dollar company. They can buy anyone. Yeah. But they didn't get two and a half trillion dollars by making bad decisions, right? <laughs> um, there, there is a quota or maybe not right now, but there will be eventually, there is a limited number of companies that, you know, Satya Nadala is going to, you know, you know, accept, you know. Xbox, you know, or except Microsoft purchasing uh, for for Game Pass and so on and so forth. Um, where you know where we're talking about the time limit. Um, you know there, you know there really isn't you know necessarily a time limit. I, I think that really the biggest time limit right now is what are the other companies out there. And what are they trying to acquire compared to what Xbox is trying to acquire? Which you know, uh, acquisitions they take a long time. You know, it's not like we're we're just going to go sign the paperwork tomorrow and we're going to own this company. You know, there's a lot of negotiations, a lot of conversations, and so there's also a lot of transition between you know what that company is currently doing and how we're going to fit it into what we're doing, and and you know, and you know, into into you know our you know company structure or whatever. Um, you know, one one thing I I hear a lot is that you know Xbox has, you know, X amount of dollars just, you know, sitting ready to spend, right? And because of that, everyone kind of thinks that Xbox is just immediately going to go out and spend that, right? Uh, Which I don't think is necessarily true. I mean, I I, I get the whole idea of, well, that money is currently not in any, you know, long-term or short-term investments. So, you know, uh, they're not making anything off that money if it's just sitting into, you know, into a bank account. You know, if anything, they're losing money because whenever you're talking about the large quantities of money that, that Microsoft has sitting around, if they're, you know, just have it sitting in a bank, uh, inflation is, uh, you know, is not fun. And, and inflation definitely (laughs) is going to, uh, you know, make Microsoft lose money, uh, on that money, just sitting in their bank account. But I don't think that that necessarily indicates that they're immediately going to go and, and, and buy something, you know, um, whenever we talk about acquisitions on this podcast and we talk about it a lot, um, you know, (laughs) We, we always like to think, well, you know, we're going to hear it, you know, this next month or we're going to hear something by the end of the year. And and I'll be the first one to tell you, I get all sorts of excited whenever I hear acquisition. Right. Um,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, But that doesn't mean that we're going to hear something this year. It could be next year. It could be right. 2023 for all that we know. Um, but you know we do know that Xbox is looking, or Microsoft rather is looking to acquire more companies. We didn't even need Phil Spencer to tell us that because Satya Nadella has already told us that, and I think we've heard it from several other people at Microsoft. Um, and really and truly, you know, the last time that we I think talked about this last week, I think one major idea popped up. It's not if, it's when, and and that's right. really the truth here. You know, they're going to acquire somebody. And, you know, it's just it's just a waiting game at this point uh, just to see who they get.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Because they're in the growth phase. Right. They're they're growing right now with Game Pass. Right. So like you were talking about, Zemi, the quota, you know, the quota statement. Sure. There there probably is at some point where they go. okay, okay. we got it right now, but there will be. (laughs) Right. There will be. But obviously that's going to be a lot dependent upon how fast, how quickly Game Pass grows, what. You know markers they want to hit, what goals they have, and how far out that plan goes. And 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 obviously, a lot of that strategy is going to shift as we get down the road. Their strategy has already shifted because of how fast Game press grew due to the pandemic and everything else. Obviously, things have escalated uh, with yeah. X Cloud and all that kind of stuff. Getting their servers updated, the server blades updated with the series uh, consoles that was pushed uh, forward because of how many people wanted to get access to gaming right now because people have been stuck inside. So that, that will definitely shift the strategy. So three bit uh, let's, let's mix up the order here a little bit. Three bit. Did you get a chance to watch the interviews, you know, just from the quotes themselves uh, you know, whether it's the game pass quote, whether it's the acquisition quote, what what did you pull from uncle Phil? And uh, do you get kind of the same feelings that Zemi boom and I did, uh, or do you have a different uh, thought on it?
2: Yeah, I think, it just further confirms what we on the panel know that Microsoft is going to continue to get studios that are a good fit for them. Uh, I know we want them to buy uh, them one eight hundred eight seven seven cash now, right? We want them to <laughs> we want to see them purchase these studios like right now. But you know they're figuring out what, what works for them, right? In the grand scheme of things, for example, a lot of people say Microsoft should buy Rockstar, and I agree, but but only for that like the one ip which is like grand theft auto uh, they have to do like what makes sense for them um and seeing as they are wanting continuous content and something like game pass and rockstar takes like six to seven years uh, per title it might make sense if they lied on the other studios right or it might not be a good investment for them so i'm sure they have the numbers for that they have the data they are talking to these teams figuring, figuring out what works for them you know, business dealings aren't one note or simple. Um, you have the main outline of what you want to happen, uh, which is like, I want to have this studio. Uh, I want to uh, get these games out of it. Um, and then you need enough passionate people to actually want to make it happen. And, and how do you do that? Uh, you cultivate trust between different team members, uh, which comes naturally in already bought teams because, you know, it's proven. It's already proven uh, that these teams have a pipeline for making things like that happen. So you know it, it is a lot easier to <laughs> purchase uh, a studio that it already has that track record. Um, and I, I always try to bring this up, but when whenever you do talk about an acquisition, you you do have to mention the history of what Microsoft has acquired so far, and you put that into the mix. And so yeah. far, they've been acquiring uh, private studios, and yes. it's a lot easier to acquire private studios a lot less paperwork than purchasing a whole public division where you have um where you are it also can hard. remain
0: secret until Correct. you obviously yes. uh because when it's a public traded company they have a certain amount of time by law if i let people don't know that to make the announcement to their shareholders which ie would be us because i have microsoft yeah. stock would be they'd have to say hey listen you know we intend to buy so-and-so and and that's when it's publicly. So I I think you're onto something with the private, uh, traded companies.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, Zenimax is a, was a huge company, right? It was a huge company, but it was, it was a private one. Right. Um, and like you were saying, like with public companies, if you own stock in that company, especially if you own a a specific percentage, like a really high percentage, then you get to make decisions on the board. Um, so that, that that's like a public company, um, but not saying it can't be done where Microsoft won't purchase a public company. We've heard rumors that they were trying to buy something like a WB um, and they have the money to do so. It's all about um, figuring out what their messaging is and, and where they're looking to grow and bringing people into their ecosystem. We already heard Phil say, like, we want to bring, I forgot what the number was, but it was a huge amount of people into the Xbox ecosystem. And the yeah. way to do that is to what you, you are constantly buying different studios and diversifying your portfolio and just sort of uh, filling in the gaps that they feel like they might not have, um, you know, phil really loves japanese studios and things like that so maybe that'll be (laughs) a studio they might be looking at some type of japanese studio they have third-party deals as well so uh it's gonna be very exciting like anything like when zenny was saying i i love hearing phil talk because he gives you like hints to what the future could be but he's also very smart Oh, he's a shark! Oh yeah, oh yeah!
0: He's a shark card player. He tips the hand yeah. just so you think <laughs> you know what he got, <laughs> and then he, then he then he drops a royal f- flush on you, and he takes the pot, and you're like, damn.
3: <laughs> uh, he's very he's very practiced in his approach, right? He understands yeah. that he's got to be careful too, because he's speaking to investors, he's speaking to consumers. There's a lot that goes into that. I can't imagine making sure I keep straight in my head what I can say and what I can't say. when I'm doing all these interviews. Yes, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I,
1: I would not want the
3: job. No, right? No, I'll just no. say
1: that I would not want the
3: job. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I, I would be, I would be hiding out somewhere and say no interviews. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk because I'm going to say yeah. something wrong. Completely. So, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, Archimedes. I know you've yeah. been chopping at the bit, brother. I know you probably got your list of studios all listed out. You're gonna break all down listed each up. One. All
2: listed
4: <laughs> up. <laughs> I really right? appreciate you guys. Considering that we don't no. go into that discussion uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. again. Uh, <laughs> no, no, we're not gonna go into that
3: discussion. Archimedes, did you just have any overall thoughts about what Phil said? Did anything? Catch your eye, or of thoughts.
4: yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I I always look with two different perspectives uh, on on these uh, Phil Spencer interviews because the one thing is, of course, the actual news that comes out of it. The other thing is, really, for me, always interesting to look at at him um, and and trying to to understand how he ticks as an executive, as a manager, because we always talk about him being a gamer and uh, and and that community guy and that. Yeah. Maybe true, but he is in the in the board of management of one of the most valuable companies in the world. So he is a diehard manager and executive. And it's always interesting for me to just see how he thinks about stuff and how he approaches the the gaming industry as in general. For instance, um, what didn't get mentioned um, so far in our discussion here is he was also asked about VR and if why Xbox doesn't have VR hardware, and I thought his his answer was kind of um, in that spirit. It was a management answer. He just said, "Well, the the technology is is very interesting and and uh, very promising." But Microsoft is a software company, and um, as much hardware as they do, they do the hardware to fit the software. And that's that's the way he approaches these kind of things. And as long as they don't have the software killer app, it's they, they don't see the need to make the hardware. That's It's just a management way of thinking of things. And I, I, I'm always excited to learn stuff like that and how he ticks and how he approaches things. And uh, I mean, about the studio acquisition, all has been said, there's zero news about it. <laughs> it's just repeating what has been said multiple times by many Xbox executives. The thing about the Game Pass subscribers is very interesting, though, because I was really thinking, why don't they give an update? Um, Again, try to look at it from, from a management perspective. If you go out and say, well, we have now, let's say 25, 30 million, whatever uh, kind of subscribers, um, that could generate more interest on the business side of things. It could bring in bigger publishers, bigger names um, for game releases, um, closer to launch, or even day and date releases. So um, I was wondering, why, do you, why don't they give an update? The last update was in February. Yeah, That's, that's quite a long time uh, where we didn't get an update. Uh, he was dancing around uh, 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 again and saying, well, the last public number was 18 million. <laughs> and right. um, that was also kind of interesting because it made me really wonder why didn't they say it. And I mean, today we got the announcement. And I think we are going to talk about it in a second. Wh- what um, the, uh, is coming up with the anniversary event? That I could really see them announce uh, the new number there, uh, there um, and say, well, and we have yeah. achieved, like Absolutely. let's say, 30 million. Um, subscribers in in Game Pass, um, because it seems to me very strange that he doesn't give an answer. Because from a business side of point uh, of view, I, I see it as a as a benefit. Yeah, when you go out and want to bring new games in and can say to, let's say, Activision or whatever, EA, uh, EA is already in there, but Ubisoft, yeah, bring in the next uh, big game day and date. Uh, we have like 30 million subscribers. That's an advertisement. I don't know why they didn't do it, but it might be that thing that they want to announce at a big anniversary event. So, yeah, um, overall, great interview. It's always interesting to listen to Phil. Um, he's got such a great perspective, and I think we as gamers can sometimes learn about the bigger picture of the gaming industry and not just our uh, either the console <laughs> pro con discussion uh, let's call it that and not wars <laughs> um, or the the smaller things like well i didn't get a mini fridge looks at, at the bigger picture where's the industry going in the next five ten years what are trends where where does he see um gaming evolve in and where, where does it evolve to and and that's why i'm always so excited to hear him talk
3: yeah no i agree with you wholeheartedly and i wonder if they just hold back the milestones for public facing but high level conversations with publishers and stuff you know like strauss you know he he seemed to know that the number was bigger so i wonder if yeah, high level high level discussions yeah. when they're talking about bringing games in that they you know the, the real numbers or at least a roundabout number of where they're yeah. at is yeah. are discussed at that point it's just this they, public facing they want to hold those milestones kind of they, I, they I don't may know. be
1: saving game pass yep. subscriber numbers until like they release their financial reporting right like early that could be a year. part of it
3: too like, yep uh, that yeah. could be yeah. a, definitely a part of it. there's a lot to consider yeah, yeah. There's when there's a about those numbers yeah, yeah there there really is math co mayor of the speculation universe as we now call it, Uh, you and I have had lots of conversations. Obviously we had acquisition Thursday when that was a big deal. Uh, But just overall your thoughts on, you know, what Phil was talking about yesterday. You know, he made a lot of different points, you know, you know, Archimedes even just brought up the VR stuff. He did talk about X cloud as well, and he still sees it as being that vehicle in the future that is going to open up gaming for more and more people. Um, You know, what did you think about his interview? Where where did you uh, pick up on?
5: Well, I just I think he like just let it all out there in a way, because if you look at now, I know we look too much into words. We look too yeah. much into words sometimes. However, there's some interesting word choices used. Yeah. Right. Agreed. So Agreed. Uh, he said <laughs> this. This cracks me up. Um, he actually said. I. Acquire studio It's <laughs> 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 like that makes me like chuckle like he's walking around with his briefcase seeing who's a good fit you know hey, he's, he's
3: the no, old of acquisitions
5: right, right. there's no <laughs> quota on when I need to acquire studios like so he's just walking around you know saying hey who's a good fit that's here that's big you stick Phil right there brother. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know and it's great and you, you get that picture of how much control he may have and right. how much influence he has in these decisions right, right. so that is promising alone, because for me in Phil, I trust, right? Right. Um, to find those studios that are a good fit. Now, the good fit maybe we well, take my money, right? Right. Like, <laughs> who, who, who knows how loose how loose the definition of good fit means? It means like, hey, who's who's here is willing to take this bag of money here and bring all of their games over to Xbox? Can, what what kind of get can we? Because, like, there's a case we can make for a lot of different studios, a lot of different publishers that are good. We've done it. We've done it. We have. (laughs) So I'm I'm curious, like, what meets that definition? Yeah. What? Because he's had he's he's made these comments before. Satya Nadella has made this comments before. And then they announced shortly thereafter, they've acquired five studios that have already been in the works. Right. Like, so we don't know. what what, what's been going on behind the scenes but it seems like the good news is is that the market's open and the investment is high right and this just instills confidence in that that they are not done bringing more value to game pass because that's what this is about and if they we when we broke down how many games are coming to game pass in xbox over the next six seven years it was astounding to think about that number. And when they make more acquisitions, it's only going to add to that. Right. So it's just fascinating how how uh, how deeply invested Microsoft is with Xbox and and to, to where you can have in an open interview with freaking Wall Street Journal or who, and wh- whoever, you know, and you're going out there saying, yeah. We're we're openly still looking to acquire more studios, right? right? That that holds a lot of weight. That's not like before when they when they kind of give the talk of like, "Yeah, we're happy where we're at right now, but you right. know, we'll see if anything happens in the future. We're not going to say no to a great fit, but you know, we're not actively looking," right? Right. Like this is like, "Hey, we're actively kind of looking and when the right thing hits, we're we're going to make the move." That's right. what that's what this is saying, you know? So um, there's a reason why all this acquisition talk keeps happening, and it's because of things like this. Yep. You know? So whenever somebody out there says, Hey guys, cool it with the acquisition talk, we're like, hey, but Phil said, you know, <laughs> right, right. Zatia said, right, you know, like let, let's look at this and, and realize that it is the the thing of it, it's when not if. So as long as the when not if exists, the who will also be speculated about. And I, I freaking love that, but uh, as far as the game pass numbers as well uh, pong I think that we are waiting for some milestone announcement right um they are obviously sitting on something way more than 18 right? yes um i think it's closer to that 30 but we don't know for sure but you know the the take two ceo doesn't just throw a random number out there right yeah,
0: he's doing the no to do that yes yeah, yeah. the high and level you, conversation
5: and if you think about okay, we got this fan event coming, right? Yep. Celebrate uh, the 20th anniversary of Xbox. It would be a good time to make an, an a milestone announcement like that, potentially, about the future of Xbox as well. Looking forward to the next 20 years, as it was alluded to in that post. They did say new no, no new game announcements. So I, I look at it as a, a celebration of the history of Xbox, as well as potentially you may get some cool little nuggets like that. or if they're waiting for just one specific number they may they may hold off at that point um but if we are closer to that 30 million mark it, by january then you look at it the last time they reported was january uh last year or earlier this year which was 18 million yep, so yeah, then yeah. if you if you take that one year you're looking at a million game pass su- subs a a month
0: that's what they've been averaging. Yep, uh, just yeah, just a, just just a slightly above a million per, per new subs per month, and that's only getting. I mean, any third-party games, yeah. right? Yes,
5: right, right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Crazy! Eleven new games are about to hit Game Pass. Yes.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And it's I mean, the big amazing. talks are coming, uh, Forza Horizon 5, uh, Age of Empires 4, and of course, Halo Infinite, um, over the course of the next six weeks or something. Yep. Yeah, Ridiculous. six, seven weeks. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. And 2022, not going to be any, any less releases. Yeah, we already know about Stalker 2 coming day one, um, Redfall, Starfield, all these games. Game Pass is going to grow so big.
3: Perfect yeah. time for the holiday surge. So at yeah. the end of the day, yes. no matter what, like like you were saying, Mav, it's just always good to hear this, even if we've heard it before. Because what that means is we, the gamers, are we winning win. at the end of the day, right? Yep, that, that's, that's where it's at. No matter what happens, we are winning. We are the focus. They want more of us in the ecosystem. So, yeah, no, just a fantastic interview. Hey, thank you all for your thoughts on this topic. Boom. Thank you for le- letting me lead the topic, and I'll uh, kick it back to you. We got more to talk about, brother. So. Oh,
0: we do. We do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, good good stuff as always. So here's uh, – uh, yeah. Oh, okay. You're muted. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 oh, cut there you cut out. There okay. for right. right. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to mute myself because my phone went off, and that's very <laughs> unprofessional. Uh, so here we go. We have to get into the lead topic or at least one of the lead topics – um, obviously we have a, for, you know what, before we even get into that, let me catch up on these ridiculous, thanks to Zemi keeping me, keeping it because it's my God. First of all, the first one of the day comes in as a big bomb from our good friend, army veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, he drops an outstanding $20 super and says, man, that fridge online is garbage. Just like the halo console pre-orders. I already spent 1k each on two pre-orders just to make sure I can get it. What uh, uh, he says, 2k, 2,000 total after spending 15 hours outside of GameStop for the Series X pre-order. Yeah, that that's that's hey, very hey, disappointing. Boom, can,
5: can I give you a quick story about Army Veteran? Real yes, quick? sir. Uh, it's a little fun nugget here. Yeah. So last year I had just started the channel and I was doing a pod, the podcast and stuff, and I was like, "Hey, the Series X." launch event is, is happening i'm gonna go and like buy some food and go out in front of gamestop and see who's camping out the night before and go and see if so i show up and there's one guy standing outside i pull up in my truck i'm like hey what's going on we sit there and have a conversation right and he's like hey what's up man we, we start talking we start talking about podcasts and stuff because i was like telling him yeah i got a i got a show i got a channel and he's like, "Hey, have you heard of have you heard of Mister Boomstick?" That's hilarious. And I was like, and I wow. Was like, oh, yeah, man. Uh, like, I really like his show and stuff. He's like, "Yeah, you should try and get on his show sometime." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna ask or, or whatever that." And uh, anyway, so like, I was like, "Hey, wow. you know, you're just one guy. I'm not gonna go buy you food or whatever." But uh, <laughs> then we just had a cool conversation and ends up like now, like you know, look at it almost a year later right we're here uh together on a panel on the show and he's that's awesome in, in, in the chat still so and that was army veteran there at gamestop so shout out to you army veteran met you in person good dude yeah that
0: well that that's well dude that's a fantastic story it kind of reminds me of when i went to e3 someone heard me talking and they stayed again it's to me it's it's it, I, I get you know i get i get embarrassed easy he's like are you that voice you mr boomstick xl and i'm like yeah dude i am (laughs) can i take a picture and i'm like absolutely dude but i don't know why you want to take a picture trust me when i tell you folks i am humbled beyond words that i have a following uh you know you do this you come out here you put yourself out there you're talking about games because you love games and you just never know where it's gonna go right and and here we are we had almost 350 people here today and it's it's extremely humbling for sure. And that, that's that's a pretty dope story. Uh thank you for sharing. Uh Drawn TJ drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, I hope it's true that Killer Instinct 2 is in production. And yes, we're gonna be getting to that. Good friend of the program, good friend of the community, special Nick of the Xbox Era podcast had some things to say regarding Killer Instinct 2. And that it already might be in uh, 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 some sort of a pre or, you know, production level of development. And that gets me excited. We're going to get to that in a second. Iron Mike drops a very generous $5 chat and says, MS needs to do invitation-only releases with some of these limited edition items, one per gamer tag." I think uh, uh, um, Boxenberger talked about that. That's a super uh, in, in, uh, relevant um, I, I, idea. I love it uh Kay Asante, good friend of the program, good friend of this community and panel member at Primetime Gaming drops a five hours and says greeting friends. We have the we have we have we have the right to uh, to spit some righteous smoke right now. Bots are becoming a problem, but we'll be uh, we'll be all right, have a great show. Yeah we'll absolutely for sure, Danny Passion drops a very generous five dollars and says, "Let's let's not forget that the main reason of, uh, for this fridge is marketing for the consoles, and marketing is focused on those who don't have or know your product. I mean, that's that's absolutely correct. So it it, it behooves Microsoft to." Uh, do something about the bot situation for sure. He drops an additional $2 super chat and says, I wouldn't blame Microsoft. The scalpers are the ones to blame. Indeed, they are. Jordy from Xbox Era. We've been talking behind the scenes. We're tr- I'm trying to get him on the show. Uh, he is going to be a guest. Uh, he's trying to get his equipment. As soon as he gets his equipment, he'll be joining us. He becomes a channel member. Jordy, thank you so much for that. And, of course, thank you for the info, which I cannot talk about just yet. Uh, you dropped into the DM the other day, that was pretty dope. B. You would definitely appreciate that. Uh, Outbe- outbreak podcast drops a very generous two dollars. Who chances boom, your panel is the best. Thank you very much, dude. Enjoy the and he enjoys our opinions. Well, thank you for that. And black ronin drops a very generous five dollars. of chances, I think Phil and uh double uh, A uh com- have a commercial or something cooking. Uh, that they want to use also 100 million Xbox subs uh, in WSJ, uh, uh, that about the section for Phil. I mean, I don't know if they have that many, uh, the, the 100 million subs maybe across Lifetime, but it's going to be a very interesting um, anniversary, which is they'll be doing on the 15th. And, of course, we will we'll be covering that live post and pre-show as well. A Bay Area drops a very generous five dollars chat and says, What's up, booming panel? Good show as usual. Hit the like button, people. Yes, please. We have over nearly 350 people here. Please, for the love of Joe, hit that like button. But let's get into um there are two topics for me as an OG, right? As someone that grew up spending $90 on cartridges back in the days. And I mean, if I don't know if, who remembers Funko Land. I used to actually be before I was, a, you know, a, 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 you know, a manager of one of those stores. I actually shopped there like everybody else, and I remember games and 64 games uh, costing 115 dollars because they're the only ones that had them. Like they, 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 they the way that Funko Land did their business was supply and demand. If something was high, su- su- high supply, they charged more, and it was a, it was a nightmare. But There are two franchises that Microsoft has not addressed. Um, I have a feeling that they are addressing them, uh, one of which is Killer Instinct, proper Killer Instinct 2 and Banjo-Kazooie. I'm not getting off. I'll put it to this way. Boom complains about two things. Those are them. Once those are uh, addressed, once we get a confirmation that, let's say, Playtonics is making the next banjo and studio ABC is making killer instinct. I zip the lip. I take the key and I throw it away. You never hear anything from boom again, because then I've, I've made it to my Zen place, right? Well, this past Sunday's Xbox era, special Nick who happened to him and, and John mentioned me, which is again, it's, it's, it's extremely humbling when you hear your name being called on a podcast. You're like, Oh, they're talking about me. Really? Right? Well, he and I say he special nick had dropped a hint of this in one of the podcasts and I mi- I totally missed it. I'm like, I don't even remember the podcast that he was in that he talked about this cuz I would have immediately uh you know went to it. Uh but he talked about the fact that killer instinct could abs- absolutely in- be in fact in some sort of pre-production, and that they might have gotten a studio to make the game. That is what he is hearing, and that is music to my ears. Uh, Look, I've said this before, and I will say it again. Um, Right now, when you look at the fighting genre, PlayStation has it on lock. They have a lot of exclusive content that goes to PlayStation 4, now PlayStation 5. Uh, surprisingly enough, next year, King of Fighters 15 is actually coming at the same time uh, to the Xbox and the PlayStation, which I thought was, was great because I love SNK. I'm a huge SNK fan. And that, so, so we're trying to you know start to see maybe a change. Maybe they understand that, yeah, they're, they're Xbox gamers who like the fighting genre but my my biggest complaint with Xbox is when you have a storied franchise like Killer Instinct sitting in a vault. You know, you have the first one that launched in 2013 and it I mean I mean listen it's it's a franchise that has a history with Nintendo with Xbox they own the IP the character roster even just the regular character roster with Jago and the rest of them Saberwolf uh you know T-Hawk it's 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 they just they are, there's room for this franchise to exist and to know that it potentially could in fact be uh my prayers be answered it's very exciting but i'm interested to get what the chat has to say and get of course what the panel has to say and i'm kind of going to roll it in reverse Uh, and i'm going to start first with three bit three bit as an artist when you look at a game like killer instinct every fighter on that roster is unique in its own way you know what i'm saying and some of their stories maybe not have come to fruition the way that we would love to see their stories uh be told what are your thoughts on the fact that Microsoft might actually have a studio making the next Killer Instinct?
2: Uh, great. <laughs> I, I think Microsoft has so many um, IPs that they need to start utilizing. Yeah. I think Nintendo is pretty good at utilizing some of their popular characters in different ways, whether that's Link, like in Dynasty Warrior games or Mario and Golf kart racing board games you know uh microsoft really does need to sit down and look at some of their ip and celebrate it i've said this on a couple shows yes Um, they have rare as a a studio with with so much history and they're not really willing to develop their old old ip um they want to sort of focus on the new rare right so what did they do to make sure it was just happening um uh, just underneath, like a, a different studio, like Rare is, is uh, a different studio now, but they have so much IP. And then what they gave uh, Perfect Dark to to another studio. So I yeah. think Killer Instinct is just a title that just further uh, diversifies their portfolio. Yes, Sony kind of swept Capcom a bit with Street Fighter in the past, and, and Killer Instinct is just a pretty good, pretty good game to to relook at. To have like a fighter um, underneath Xbox's belt, and a lot of uh, different fans have been clamoring for uh, Killer Instinct over the years. I've just been hearing, "Where is Killer Instinct?" Uh, I really like the first one, and it's it's just it's kind of a, a different fighter. If you guys have uh, played it, like it plays very differently to me than the Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. Well, its
0: its combo um, system is so unique on how you system. chain everything together where it gets almost into, it, it's so fast that it gets into a blur. That's how fast, again, a great, great point that it, it it's so unique in its presentation that it almost deserves a sequel just because it's a legendary title, but unique and adds depth to their portfolio.
2: Yeah, for sure. I, I think... With Killer Instinct, it just it standing it alone against all these other fighting games, like you're saying, uh, boom, a lot of Sony games are getting, um, are getting the fighting genre for for sure is getting a little bit unlocked, but uh, it is nice to see that uh, they are con- considering uh, bringing back Killer Instinct if if this rumors are true, you know. So, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to it. If they are going to make another one, I am wondering what studio they are going to bring into the fold to make this happen. Cause we know that the studio that originally made killer instinct um, is not at Xbox anymore. I don't think, <laughs> I think they, they are, uh, are, are gone now.
4: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, Well, the
0: original, the original team that per that, that made killer instinct before the second team took over was purchased by Amazon and Amazon, yeah uh uh basically kill that studio which is very disappointing
2: Yeah so I am wondering uh what studio is is going to be behind this or or is this uh an Xbox publishing uh situation where they hire a third-party developer to to make this happen Yeah um, so yeah we'll, we'll see real
0: quick um this goes to show you what, what what kind of a small world this is folks uh gamers play, HUD zero drops a five dollar super chat and I'm gonna get to the two one before it uh he says you took me back Funko land Yonkers Central Avenue I bought my Dreamcast 9999 it's he says he's still thinking about it check this out games play. not only was that the store that I started in which that Yonkers store before they gave me my my own store up in nanuet um that 9999 my brother neo Mental, was the was running the man, he was a manager of that of, of that location I, I had already been on the uh, the NYPD for 5 years already i drove through new york and if you remember this it was a monsoon that day and the hudson river parkway if you if you're familiar with new york, new york gets flooded I don't know how I got up to Yonkers, but I bought the entire launch list uh, after having already the Japanese Dreamcast. Dreamcast is my favorite system. I took the streets. I took local. It took me about three hours to get there in a monsoon. Great super chat and also bringing me back. Black Ronin drops a very generous $5. Zubchen says it's pronounced A <laughs> A Ron Key and Peel skit well thank you for the clarifications brother and of course brian hopkins new channel member thank you brother definitely appreciate that that is very kind of you boxenberger let's get your opinion now you and i have had conversations both in privately in the dm and on podcasts that a diversified portfolio is something that not saying that xbox doesn't have have it now right they have a very uh, a wide palette of games available in Xbox Game Pass though the two that they're missing and of course we're not going to get into the banjo kazooie the family friendly thing cuz we've done that to death <laughs> but honestly the fighting <laughs> game genre it, it's it's not represented at all right we there, there are no i mean we've had soul caliber jump in there we've had a tekken jump in there but past that what do what you thought – when you hear that Microsoft – and this is a good source. Like I said, think of, say what you want about Nick potentially getting some things wrong. You know what? We all get things wrong. But I put it to this way. If Special Nick tells me, hey, boom, I got this from a source that I trust, I'm going with that. So obviously yeah. – what are your thoughts on the potential of KI coming back? And maybe – just maybe being one of those well they're not going to announce it at, at the at the special event they said no new games but you know the fact that we have potentially some evidence that it's that it's, it, they're working on it does that get you excited as a fan
4: so uh, let me start with uh, one thing you said about um, that be that rumor being put out there. See, that is an actual rumor for me and a, a, an actual leak or uh, so, uh, an information you can only get from a source because we have sometimes these discussions um, in on social media or in podcasts or wherever that are really not that much insider knowledge, yeah, that are just educated guesses. And that's, you know, that this is always my problem. This is uh, something different. Like you said, this is something you cannot know unless you have an actual source. And uh, We know that Nick has their sources, and sometimes stuff happens. Maybe that was in discussion. Um, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it is a... Um, they only green light a pre-production to see where this goes. Who knows? Yeah. But the thing is that that's an actual thing you can only know with a, with a source. And, and that's what I consider a rumor. But that being said, let me tell you about Killing Instinct. Um, You phrased it perfectly. Diversity is key. Diversity is key. I'm not the biggest fighter fan. This is, is really not my type of genre. So, um, Killer Instinct 2 is not a game that is made for me as a gamer. I'm still excited because I love the diversity in the Xbox ecosystem. I think it makes it so unique that Xbox is looking out to have all kinds of genre in-game Pass in their first-party portfolio. Yeah, we have today already strategy games, shooters, racers, jump-and-runs, Metroidvanias, adventure games, RPGs, um, all kinds of games. And like you said, there are a couple of of, of uh, spots missing right now kid friendly thing is one thing the other thing is definitely a good fighter brawler uh, that kind of game uh, is missing and i know that many love the killer instinct franchise and um it's it's let's so let's hope that they actually do it because it can really bring uh, that get or close that gap that that is currently missing in the uh game pass or the the uh, xbox portfolio um so yeah am i part personally excited not really but uh that doesn't mean that it's it isn't a good thing that they that they are doing it um and i think um yeah like uh, you said boom the, the thing about the xbox ecosystem is really that there is something for everyone to play and um that's that's how they actually approach their ecosystem um and in giving gamers choices options and if an option or a game isn't for you personally that doesn't mean that it isn't a good thing that it is in there and so yeah let's hope killer instinct two uh killer instinct two is um is is coming uh a reality yeah
0: yeah Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? Real quick, let, let me uh, let me let me go right to uh, Mav on this. Mav, you know, I pulled up an article uh, that was from geekwire.com. Uh, and in December of 2020, it was confirmed that Microsoft has acquired the video game tournament tool smash gg. Right now, that obviously is something that is used for fighters,
3: and they don't have
0: any current fighters that are first party, but now we think thanks to Nick's uh you know connection and him dropping this on last Sunday's uh a- Xbox era, that this could be actually coming to fruition. For you personally, where do you sit on seeing Killer Instinct two or Killer Instinct as a franchise come back in a big way? It's about time.
5: Yeah this go. was a Xbox One launch game, if I if I remember correctly. Yes sir, it, 2013. And, and they had that really weird Kind of release plan with the content in it and a weird menu system and stuff but the game itself played amazing right um but it, it did kind of suffer in a way with all the xbox one games back then because everybody uh as far as market share mind and stuff was kind of down on xbox at the time i mean i you had a, those diehard Xbox guys standing behind uh, the Xbox and, and loving and loving every minute of it still, but you know the the games didn't do as well as they could have, right? Because because of this, and uh, Killer Instinct was one of those games that stood above the rest at the time, where it was getting that positive praise. I remember yep. when it was announced, actually, at um, what's the big fighting game event? Think they have uh, the crowd just erupted when the Killer Instinct. Uh, was announced at, at the event and there's a definite audience ready and waiting for this game. It's just been so long uh, with with how things have have come uh, along uh with with games over the last uh 8 years now. I guess since the last one. I cannot Im- I cannot imagine how good this next one will be and I do think it's happening. Right? I think it's happening because because Nick Seems to be sure about this.
0: He seemed the very comments. confident on 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 the source that he, that the unnamed source that he mentioned. Correct,
5: right? His his quotes were more of the lines like, "It is happening," right? Yeah. Like as opposed to like before, where they're kind of a lot of times the insiders would be like, "Hey, this is a possibility." This is blah blah blah. But he, I think he was pretty insistent that it is in active development. If I was reading his quotations correctly from. Uh from his podcast. So uh then you so now you start to just wonder who is it? That's the big question. Who is developing this game and will it live up to the Killer Instinct name? Where are they going to take it? Because you know, the last one they added like Battletoads characters and stuff in there, they added the Arbiter in there, General General Ram. Ram. Yeah, you look at this whole portfolio of characters that Xbox has now, right, at their disposal. And you could potentially see something um, unlike anything we've seen before with a fighter like this using the stable of characters that Xbox has at, at their disposal, plus all of the classic Killer Instinct characters as well. So it
0: I, has to be the first one. Oh, man. I mean,
5: it's just ridiculous. I can just imagine, like, there's so much you can do with the new Killer Instinct game, right? Um, I, I think the name, uh, like, Demps was thrown around about a possible studio uh, they have uh, made some of the, uh, they've worked on street fighter. They've worked on um, other fighting games and it, it could be a good fit. Another uh, name that was thrown around was Inway. Um They made that power Rangers are game that's in the arc. Yes. Uh, right. It's yes. actually really good. It actually really is quite well. good. Um, so there's different studios out there that they could have potentially made a partnership with, or, or maybe, somebody that they're trying to um, acquire in the future. The other name I would like to throw out there because we do not know anything about this studio, but we know they are working on an unannounced project, and that's Roundhouse Studios um, that came over with the ZeniMax Bethesda deal. Um, Roundhouse sounds like the name of a fighting game studio to me. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about that, but there's, there's so much potential with this that, and it is that need. It is. It fills that gap, right? Uh, that they they've been missing with the first party fighting game. So I, I'm super excited about it.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go to Pong. Pong Soul. The, the the question of the day. You've heard what everyone says. So, do does Microsoft need Killer Instinct?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think so. <clears throat> Boom. Shout out to the people working uh, in your neighborhood. I uh, love how they always pick our yeah, podcast oh, every time. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, it, look, Killer. Killer Instinct, yes. Uh, Again, people have already talked about it. Diversity of games is a must, right? We we see um, this across the industry when it comes to, uh, or across industries, I should say, when it comes to offering a service like Game Pass. You've got to have all content for everybody, even if it's niche, right? Even if it's something that not everybody's going to pick up on, you want that content in there. So when people look at the catalog and are deciding whether or not to jump into a service like Game Pass or Netflix, or whatever the case may be, you've got to have something for everybody, or at least try to. And, and the fighting genre, even though it's not as big as it once was, it is a passionate uh, part of gaming. Um, and it is something that people look forward to. We definitely have seen PlayStation making investments uh, with companies. We, you know, There's still the rumor out there that Arc System Works, uh, which makes great fighters, uh, is on the uh, block uh, for sony to uh, purchase for playstation and if there there are a couple genres that xbox is currently missing and fighters is one of them you alluded to it boom king of the fighters uh is coming out uh for xbox along with uh you know playstation at the same time which is a huge get for microsoft it does fill a need so having a killer instinct come back would be fantastic. Uh, it would be something that the fans have been calling for. And again, it, it, it's one of those games that just adds to the variety that you have currently in Game Pass. It's going to be available day and date. Uh, it will be one of those games that people look at when, when they they start looking at all the games and what they're going to play or what they might play if they're going to you know, get into game pass, uh, as a service. So I think it is important. I was going to throw this out there again. We co-mayor speculation town, speculation universe right here. So I'm going to throw this out there. This was also posted on Twitter. I don't know how many people picked up on it, but there was actually a, uh, and again, grain of salt everybody. This is grain of salt, but we are, we, we are in speculation town. There's unicorns, rainbows, and sunshine in 75. So, but grain of salt. There was an actual 4chan thread prior to Special Nick's uh, podcast. So prior to him saying it, there was a 4chan thread going around a few days prior about Killer Instinct coming back, and there was a few details in there. Again, 4chan especially, grain of salt, however... Timing-wise, interesting that it popped up on 4chan just prior to Special Nick talking about it. So here we go. Uh, a few extra details that this that this thread contained. It is on Unreal Engine Five. Uh, there is going to be more focus on Xbox with a bigger emphasis on Xbox characters being in Killer Instinct. For example, Master Chief, Dovakin, Doom Slayer as playable characters. Uh, the developer is apparently obvious if you followed Killer Instinct 2013, which that part doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because we know Double Helix, you know, joined Amazon, I, and then I they, don't, yeah, don't, yeah I don't, don't know, anymore. Yeah, obviously. I don't know where that's going, uh, you know, with that, but maybe there's something in there that we're missing. Uh, and the character
5: mistaken and talking about Iron Galaxy,
3: a possible Iron Galaxy, right? Oh, well, uh, the, wait, let me, let yeah, let me just yeah.
0: for a second there, Pong. Yeah. What if? The studio head or studio members, yes, of double helix, who is now dissolved by Amazon, right. created a new studio, went to Microsoft and said, Hey, listen, we did the first one, we'd right. love to get a chance to do this, and th- maybe they're working with them. That that's that's another possibility. It, yeah,
3: it could be a possibility there as well. Like I said, so interesting. Uh, and then the final one was the character designs are inspired by the arcade not the 2013 uh, version, and some of them have uh, new original designs. So... Just throwing that out there. I uh, saw it. Not a whole, yeah. Didn't see a whole lot of people picking up on it. Again, grain of salt. I missed
0: that. I didn't even yeah. know what you saw. Dude, I thank you for bringing that to the yeah. uh, to the conversation.
3: Cause yeah. I totally missed that. And I'm a diehard K. <laughs> no problem. I just found it underneath one of the posts and, and, and I thought it was cool. So um, look, killer instinct is, is, is a big franchise as far as just the name goes. It's well known. It's been around for a very long time. Like math said, it's been eight years. Um, you know, fans within Xbox have been clamoring for this. Phil has heard it nonstop. Um, you know, we even had Ed Boone out here talking about it at points uh, during these past eight years that he dropped Mortal Kombat in a heartbeat to work on Killer Instinct. So again, even though fighters if fighting's uh, fighter games are not necessarily the biggest thing going, they yeah. still have an important place within the ecosystem and within franchises. So therefore, I think it is great that it's coming back. I'm I I, I love fighters, but I'm not the fighter guy because. I'm not gonna learn all the strategy. I'm not gonna learn all the moves. I'm a butt masher, pure and simple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. But you know what? I love the animation, and I love the different styles that fighters bring. And so I just love experiencing them. Whether it's Soul Caliber, um, you know, or or it's an Arc System Works game, which has a very specific anime style. I just love how they all bring it. Or Killer Instinct, that introduced a ton of cool characters that you could fight with. Right? I just yeah. love going in and button mashing and just watching the action on the screen. Um, So therefore, it's definitely big on my list. I can't wait to see it come back. And like you, everybody's kind of touched on here, but you specifically, Boom, with Special Nick, look, he does throw a lot of stuff out there his stuff is not made up. He does have a lot of people who throw things at him. Yes. Um. And so when you do have that kind of information, and he's not one that holds it, whereas like Jez, shout out to Jez from Windows Central, where he holds it until he has like documentation, until yeah. he knows for a fact. He holds his special Nick is more on that line where he's going to throw out rumors that he's hearing, especially if they are from some of his trusted sources that have yep. a good track record. Not every track record is going to be 100%. So if Special Nick comes out, though, and says, look, it's no longer, and he's heard this rumor. He's been holding this one back for a very long time. His source told him he could not talk about it yet, and so when his source finally gave him the go-ahead look, he said during that uh, podcast that this is something, it, it's not just being talked about or you know bandit it's an active development and he's currently trying to figure out you know trying to find out what developer is working on it but when he comes out and says it's active development that means that it has moved forward to the point where he is going to come out and say look this is actually happening now. Uh, it's one of his favorite franchises too. So this is something special for him to come out and say it. Um, so I thought it was pretty cool that he did that. And obviously the shout out to you, boom was, it was fantastic that he listens yeah. to the show. I think I was in that chat that night. And I think I do remember him saying that I have to go back and see if I was one of the guys that gave him the eyes, because I know I've seen him in your time <laughs> gaming a couple of times before. And I think I do actually remember that night, but I thought that was pretty cool that he threw that in there, but, uh, yeah, can't wait for Killer Instinct. Uh, let's go more, more yeah. games, more, more, more fun. That's all, yeah, there is. absolutely.
0: Zemi Games, let's get your opinion on it now. Again, uh, you know, everyone had a lot of things to say. I don't know where you personally sit with fighters. Uh, yeah. for me, uh, like I said, as, as a fan from the arcade days, like when Nathan's used to be a thing, if you don't know what I'm talking about on Central Avenue, where right where it used to be right across the street from Funko Land, there was a big Nathan's and it had you know its restaurant section, but. It was only a small portion of it. The back end of Nathan's had about 200 arcade machines. It was when the arcade scene was huge. And I remember playing Killer Instinct. And that's where all my money went. My allowance went there. And, man, I, 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 I mean, I, I'll never forget when we got the I, – I still don't even know how they did it. On the SNES, how the hell did they get Killer Instinct onto that? I mean okay it wasn't it wasn't the you know the uh, you know the the arcade but it played as good and man I've been a fan of that franchise for years and mm-hmm. also a fan of, of the IP Where do you fall in Microsoft potentially bringing it back? Because, I mean, the calls for it are out there. We're not the only panel to talk about it. I mean, I think that this is the only show that has talked about it as multiple times as I have. Where do you fall on it, Zemi?
1: You have talked about it a tremendous amount, Boom. And (laughs) and I hope that it happens so we can stop talking about it. Um, No. (laughs) No. You know, I'm not the biggest fighter fan. Um, I've played quite a few of them. You know, I'm not I'm not new to the genre. Any you know, in in, in, in any way of saying that, um, but I'm very selective on the fighters that I play. Um, you know, I everyone said it. I'm going to go ahead and say it too. You know, diversity in and in, in a first party you know portfolio and, and Game Pass and 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 you know most services is very 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 important. You know, Xbox. Uh, Game Pass isn't a niche subscription to, you know, for people that just want to play RPGs, right? Imagine if Netflix, uh, only had, uh, scary movies for instance, right? right? I'm a coward. I would never subscribe. You know, they wouldn't have (laughs) nearly the amount of subscribers that they do, uh, because, you know, not everyone wants to just watch scary movies. Um, with that being said, they of course would still have some people, right? Um, but diversity is important. And, you know, even if, you know, I might not particularly like the game or play the game or anything, you know, to that nature, does not matter on, on the scale of whether or not Xbox should uh, get a Killer Instinct, right? Because not every game that comes into Game Pass is meant for me, right? Um, it, it's, a, it's a service that 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 wants to get all of gamers, not just certain niches, right? So diversity is extremely important and they, you know, they, they're currently lacking for, uh, you know, a fighter. Uh, they, they just, they, they are, especially, you know, a a really nice triple a first party fighter. And, you know, I think killer instinct very much would, uh, would fill that gap. So, you know, for sure, I think, you know, it, it should, you know, happen if it doesn't happen, they need to get some form of a fighter, I believe, but, you know, uh, they already have the IP. Why not just, you know, use what they got. Um, you know, and and, and like what um, you know was previously said, Killer Instinct also offers the ability to celebrate your you know your your history as a company and, and your other IP by having uh, the Dova King from Skyrim in the game, having Master Chief, having the Doom guy, having Marcus Phoenix, all the other uh, amazing Xbox characters in a uh, fighter. You know to help introduce maybe people that are only interested in fighters into other characters and other storylines and, and other franchises as well that they can easily play on Xbox game pass. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest problems that Xbox has right now is that they have way too much IP and not enough studios to make them right. Uh, make the games that people want. And, you know, so the last time that we talked about killer instinct, you know, my, you know, my, my statement was, Hey, it could be happening, you know, right now in the background for all that we know um but i i i truly believe that it was something that was eventually going to happen right um a lot of these ips that we hear people you know clamoring about um you know that have a a lot of nostalgia You know i truly feel you know um at least the really popular ones that we haven't heard anything about will eventually happen right it's just a matter of xbox finding the right studio uh to to actually work on it and you know if this rumor is to be believed then you know it sounds like they found the the right studio to make killer instinct or at least the killer instinct that they want to to you know to to have being made um it, the IP is still really, really popular. There's still a uh, you know a community of gamers that you know still avid you know avidly love the game and play the game to this day. I think it makes a lot of sense for Xbox to want to um, you know uh, come out with a sequel or recreate this or whatever the 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 ultimate plan is. I think it makes a lot of sense uh, on a lot of different levels. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I you know I I think it very much could be happening for sure.
0: Yeah. And and listen, folks, we're we're at the two hour mark. Uh, I did have another topic. Uh, The topic, I'm going to move it forward to Friday's show. I'm going to give you a preview of what we're doing on Friday. Uh, I actually just got a DM literally that I was reading uh, from a good friend that just dropped uh, some more information regarding splinter cell. Uh, we have it from what, I, I'm, is it Nible? Is it Nibble? I don't know what the how, how how I always pronounce his name wrong. According to VGC, which Video Games Chronicle, they just dropped literally just dropped an article that says a new Splinter Cell game is in development, early in production, with an announcement potentially coming next year. Uh, that that's that. We also have some new information that <clears throat> for anyone that is an Xbox Game Pass uh, subscriber. A great, ultimate uh, Game Pass subscriber, uh, Microsoft is going to be dropping monthly content for Halo that is going to be available for only people that are uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers. We were talking about that last night. On we weren't sure how that was going to work, and now we have information. So if m- if you, you want to continue the Xbox talk, uh, tune in because there's no show on Thursdays, right? We I, we I I I got rid of the Thursday show. That could be coming back in a different iteration, potentially next year. I'm, I'm messing with some names, some different titles. I don't know if it's going to be a panel. I don't know if it's going to be a solo or even a one-on-one kind of a, a, a situation. But a show is coming back. I have nothing to announce now because I'm working behind the scenes on trying to bring something different to the channel. Something new that's going to replace the second Xbox Factor podcast. Uh, and like I said, I, I don't know the direction I'm going to go. But Friday morning's Breakfast with Boom, we're going to be covering Splinter Cell. We're going to be covering the new Halo Infinite uh, information that was just literally dropped. And more so, one of the big topics is we have a ton of new information on Compulsion Games' third-person, over-the-shoulder, story-driven title that, just this for you, hashtag just one and i think we you guys and gals are going to enjoy it that show goes live 10 a.m eastern standard time i am still looking for guests and i will make the announcement on who will be joining the band of brothers that we have there but let's get to the outros and we're going to start first with zemi Games. zemi thank you so much for being here brother definitely appreciate you uh, being here being the cog that keeps this show running each and every week tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media but more importantly su- potentially subscribe to your youtube channel yeah absolutely by the way hashtag not just one
1: i want a quantum break so we uh, need to get yes. more than just one please yes, 100%. Uh, <laughs> no absolutely though um yeah, so my YouTube channel is called um, Constant Gamer. I cover a bunch of gaming, uh, you know, content on there: uh, gaming news, uh, reviews, a few theory videos, so on and so forth. Uh, so, you know, definitely if you like that type of content, check it out. Uh, once again, it's called Constant Gamer on YouTube. And then, if you guys want to, you can follow me on uh, Twitter. At Zimmy Games, I, you know, post, uh, you know, food pics every now and then. Uh, if I find an interesting gaming article, I usually always tweet about it and, you know, just really just talk about gaming uh, on, on Twitter for the most part. So you can follow me on Twitter at Zimmy Games. Boom, as always, fantastic show,
0: man. And I uh, can't wait for uh, next Tuesday. Well, thank you so much. And Pong Soul, why don't you tell everyone about what you got going on Saturday? I think you're on a show on Sunday. I think you're on a show seven days a week. You're the hardest working dude <laughs> in podcasting. Talk about what you got going on and where could people reach out to you on social media to strike up? A, hopefully a positive conversation.
3: Absolutely. Boom. Ah, not seven days yet. We're, we're getting there. Uh No. Uh Let's see here. First of all, great show. Brothers knocked it out of the park uh you know obviously we had more topics pop up than uh, we could handle uh but that's because we all have great points and great discussion on this stuff so appreciate you all love being here on tuesday as always uh, with the xbox factor podcast uh find me pong xbox twitter You know the drill there. Keep your eyes open for all the information uh, on my Twitter account. Anything coming up, I always try to post. And yes, I will have positive conversations with you. So come follow me and I'll follow you back. Uh, But yeah, this week, uh, I'll let Mav handle a lot of it. But man, brand new show, PM in the PM. We talked about it early in the beginning. Boom mentioned it. Uh, with mav but p.m in the p.m pong and mav in the p.m starts thursday 7 p.m eastern six o'clock central time that's over on fun speculations channel so come check him and i out there we're gonna have a good time i didn't know what we were going to talk about but this week now i don't know dude do we're not I, going to talk I don't about
0: know. this could be a five-hour <laughs> podcast i mean
3: might it be certainly could be mav and i <laughs> could talk just like Steele and i do on saturday so who knows how long this is gonna go for but anyways thursday Check us out there. uh, Fridays, Xbox Ultimate, also over on Fun Speculations Channel. Uh, So come check us out there with the Magnificent Seven, of course. Uh, on 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time, Xbox Ultimate, Friday nights, Saturday mornings is the living split screen. Absolutely come check me and my brother uh, from another steel rain out, 10, p- 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time. We're waking you up, so set those alarms and be there. We will get you going. Boom listens to us while he's doing chores around the house. Hey, That's all we don't care how you how you get there. Just be there. All right. So we have a great time. Three hour plus show every Saturday. I'm no longer even going to try to say we do two hour shows because we don't. Three hours plus every Saturday morning. 3 p.m. UK time. Living split screen. Split screen is all one word. Saturday nights. The shop podcast with PTK Blam Centurion Fuzzy Belvedere. Look, we always have great guests there. PTK knocks it out of the park each and every week. He deserves a bigger audience. He's been doing it for five years. Great show. 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. Come check us out. It is a great time, a great way to end your Saturday night. Shop podcast over on PTK Blam's uh, channel. Otherwise, be back here next Tuesday for the Xbox Factor podcast. Love you all. It's the golden age of gaming. Play what you love. Love what you play. And I'm going to talk to you all real soon. Thank you so much for that. And, of course, next up, uh, Boxenberger, you've been dropping
0: some videos, man. Good stuff, as always. Tell everyone where they could check out your cult Eastwood-level video skills as well as potentially strike up a conversation on social media
4: yeah first of all thank you so much for having me again you know it's always a highlight here to be on on, on boom's show especially with this amazing panel it's it's always a blast so thank you guys um and and yeah you said um i'm dropping videos after video i just finished the script uh, for the next one so that's going up probably tomorrow or the day after depends on how much time I find to edit it. Um, yeah, people can find the channel every uh, under Boxenberger. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, everywhere under Boxenberger. And yeah, I just realized during the show that I uploaded 111 videos to my channel. Wow, dude, that's uh, awesome. crazy numbers Good number. Um, Good number. already. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool uh, to see. Um, and yeah. Thanks again for having me. I talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for that. And uh, Mav, let's get you. And you got
0: a lot to a lot of lot, lot to push because you're doing a lot on your channel. And obviously, I'm happy to say that uh, seeing you grow is brings a smile to my face. I really am excited the way you have uh, handled the, you know, the, the growth of your channel, bringing your wife in on the conversation, bringing the Magnificent Seven together, uh, bringing another new show to the conversation in PM in the PM. Tell everyone where they can check those shows out and where could people strike up a conversation with you on social
5: media. Uh, awesome show. Boom. Great. Conversations on Twitter. You can find me Fun Speculation. That's uh, where you'll find all the channel updates and and just random thoughts. Even if you don't want to hear what I got to say, because it's a bad opinion, it'll be there on Twitter. um Also, YouTube Fun Speculation as well, where we have the full slate of shows. Wednesday we got Fun Pop, where we're gonna have a lot of fun because we got a lot to cover. Because we had DC fandom, right? There was a lot of stuff, so we're gonna have a blast uh, Wednesday. Uh, we got Thursday new show with Pong PM and the PM, as he said. And, and you guys aren't ready for this. It's just—it's gonna be—it's gonna be chaos. Uh, its gonna be. If you think speculation has been happening around here, uh, just wait <laughs> till me and Pong get uh, let loose together. Um, it's gonna be—it's gonna be a blast. And then, uh, you got as always Xbox Ultimate Podcast, and then our other newest show FSP which is on Saturdays. I am super happy with how that started out with an awesome panel. So um, just thank you everybody for tuning into this and tuning into our channel over there. Uh, Check it out. And if you like what you see, stick around. Absolutely brother. And last in no way,
0: Leith, the best looking dude on this panel, hands down. And of course he has more talent in the thumbnail than I have in my body. Please three bit. Talk about your channel, brother. Talk about what you got going on and where could people strike up a conversation with you. On social media,
3: Splinter Cell.
2: (laughs) Everyone reach out to Splinter
0: Cell. It's his name, Sam. This is
5: outrageous.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, everyone can find me on Twitter at i3bit. I'm on uh, this show and I'm also on Xbox Ultimate every Friday with the Magnificent Seven. Um, I'm just working on a lot behind the scenes. Uh, Everyone here knows I'm working on. um, with Ubisoft and yes. and I'm doing a lot of different animation stuff and, and projects that are under a lot of different NDAs. There's like, NDAs there's on of I, top of NDAs on, NDAs top, of on NDAs. top of NDAs. Um, but yeah, I, there are some stuff I can talk about that you guys will be seeing on my Twitter that I'm working on uh, this music video with this uh, really talented artist you guys should check out. Her name is Ani Kaizen, a good friend of mine's. And I'm I'm doing the music video for that. So look out for some of my work. Uh, But besides that, thank you guys. Uh, Always love being on the panel with Mr. Pong, Mav, Boxenberger, Zemi, and U-Boom. And everyone in the chat, you are awesome. So it's always good to be on the Xbox Factor. I'll see you guys next time.
0: Yeah, well thanks so much for being here, brother. And of course, I want to thank the chat. We had over almost 350 people here. Hopefully, you enjoyed yourself enough to hit the like button. If you are new to the channel, please consider subscribing. We hit 9k finally, and now we're on the march to the to the glorified 10k to be in that conversation with several um, you know, obviously the Iron Lords hit it. And I couldn't be more proud of those guys. Those are my brothers. And to see them hit that is amazing. Xbox Era is close there, folks. If you uh, if you trust Boom's opinion, go check out Special Nick, John, and, of course, Jordy and the rest of them. They have an entire team that works over at Xbox Era. They are so close to 10K. Get over there. Subscribe. Tell them Boom sent you. Uh, You will not be disappointed. Their shows are fantastic, and they do a lot of reviews. They have a big, big team working on there, and they're relatively new on the scene. And to see them hit 10K as quick as they did goes to show you the talent that they have over there. So definitely go check out those guys. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that is important to me personally. I'm hoping one day it will be important to you, and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids, and he he used to say all the time, son, treat others how you want to be treated. Also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast.